from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Cardi B um, wishes that she could sort of go back in time. But most people want to go back in time so they can change things in their lives so they can become famous. Uh-huh. Cardi B wants to go back in time so she can avoid being famous. Listen to this. If y'all ever wish to be rich and famous, don't wish to be famous. Wish to be rich. I'm so sick <laughs> of it. Oh I hate it. Why me? Why me? I feel like God cursed me with fame. If I could click my feet three times and go back to 2013 when I was just a regular bitch <laughs> dancing and making money every single night, that's where I want to be. That's when I was me. I don't even understand how how I always get in trouble. I feel like I'm always in trouble. I feel like I'm I'm a celebrity that always be in the principal's office. Yo, she, she only wants to go back nine years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But my but here's the thing though is that Cardi B, now that you are super rich and super famous, you can say that you want to go back to just being a stripper. But when you were a stripper, all you wanted to do was be Cardi B. Now, right? You wanted to be rich and famous. You wanted to be yeah. You wanted to be rich and famous. So so. I don't know, man. If you could go back, Maury, if you could go back any year, not that you're not 15 living years your perfect ago. life. Fi- oh, 15. wow, I wasn't even finished so my sentence, man. <laughs> like, so that I can go party again. Oh, oh, oh Like, I love married life, but I no, just... No, you like, don't. But I, no, no, I really do, but I just, miss, I just miss going to a nightclub and like, who am I going to take home that night? <laughs> okay, Maury, if there was a door... <laughs> Wow! Please, no. Which one. we all, we all, Maury, Maury, we all know that never happened. Like you, you may have thought that to yourself, yeah. But nothing ever happened. Yeah. yeah. But at least I had a chance. No, you didn't, Maury. If you, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Maury. If there was a door, if there was a door in the condo, okay, that if you opened it, it would take you into like a, a super hot uh, gay bar fifteen years ago. Fly. What up, fly nightclub? Okay, if you open that door and it, you could immediately walk through to Fly Nightclub from 15 years ago, how often would you be in that room? At least once a day. Once wow. a day? Once a day? <laughs> <laughs> wow, damn, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, Raptors, huh? Ah, shush. Oh, Jesus. Okay. My God. Did Why you got to talk about the, that? The, Why the, you got to bring up old stuff? The, that happened like yesterday. That coming too hot? Bro, what a slaughtering last night, huh? I know. Does that make it worse? It makes it worse, yeah. right? Yeah. Because no, Sham? No, Sham it, does, it really does, Sham. No, I'm going to tell you why it doesn't for me. Yeah, because, look, the Raptors lost badly, and it sucked last night. It really mm-hmm. hurt. But... Just to team, recap, 132.97 is yeah, what we're talking about. That's a yeah, big gap. Sure. That's okay? a big but you got to remember, the Raptors were playing without their starting point guard, yeah. their leader, yes. their all-star, yes. and, and found a way to take this team, this team that has championship aspirations in Philadelphia, to six games after getting blown out the first two. They showed a lot of heart. I don't know what happened in the third quarter last night, but they showed a lot of heart, so I'm okay. I'm Listen, okay today. I don't disagree with anything you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. But – 
when you look at the way Philly came in last night, right? They were on a mission for this to not go to seven. Uh-huh. Because the storyline. Who, who the hell wants a seven? Right? Jesus. But even still, to have the Toronto yeah. Raptors come back from a 3-0 deficit, series yep. deficit, yep. right? Yep. Philly didn't want to be on the bad side of that story, right? No. So they came in to change the ending of that story with, like, an exclamation point. Sure. They did, right? what, they were, they did what they were supposed to do at the end of the day. And there's a reason that nobody has come back from 3 nothing, right? It's really difficult yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that score, though, huh? Oh, oh man, God. One thirty-two ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't I saw always. fans leaving. Uh, there was a great video that I was watching last night of uh, of fans leaving early, and then everybody in Jurassic Park was yelling at him, telling him to go back in. Amen. <laughs> Amen to those Yo, fans. I will say the the fans at Jurassic Park are yeah. like loyal as hell. Yes. Right, and they stay right to the bitter end. Yes. So they should it, be there. They should be Drake inside. stayed to the very end. Did he? No, he, has, he left early. Did no, he? no, he was in the he, he was left in the, the court early, but then you're right, he was behind. He was standing he was there to clap everyone as they yeah. were leaving. His son, he sent his son home early though. Yeah, do you you don't want to expose your child to that that kind of a loss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know long-term memory at that age. Like I think his kid's like four now, right? Yeah, yeah. He looks so cute yeah. in his headphones. I know he really did. Um, know. You know. Now like, did he get his own seat, or does he have to sit on his dad's lap the whole game? He sat. He sat on his dad's lap the whole game. Well, yeah. for portions of it. Like there were parts of the game where like nobody was sitting there. Like, Are you Trey allowed to probably... do that? Are you allowed to like say we're we're sharing a seat? Because that would be great if you could. Uh, or is Drake allowed to say that? I think, I think Drake, that yeah. age. I think if you're under the no. No, 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 you still need a seat. You still need a seat. Yeah. That's, that's two that's, tickets. Like, who's going to, at the ACC, or at Scotiabank Arena, yeah. when Drake walks in with his kid, right? Right. Like, who's going to say, oh, like, you're already here with somebody well, else else to sit in that seat well, next to you? Well, realistically, somebody should have, right? Oh, <laughs> well, Drake no. sits next to the broadcast table. Couldn't they just put another no, chair on No, I know, but listen, let's, okay. Nah, Drake let's, gets a pass. Drake, nah, nah, I nah, say nah, Drake nah. gets a pass. No, 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 no. Let's call it Let's call it what it is, which is the only reason why Drake was able to, to bring a plus one for a single ticket uh-huh. uh, was because he's Drake. That should never have been allowed to happen. Right, it should never be. If He's the even, team's even I don't even think that you're allowed to do that for like fire and safety regulations. You can't double up on a seat, right? Like you just can't do. It. If you're at a, if you're at a game, okay, even if you and your wife Jenna went to a game mm-hmm. and you had two seats and Jenna decided to sit on your lap mm. instead oh. of her seat, yeah, an usher would come by and tell her to get off. I know, but then, but that's different. That's a grown ass person sitting on your lap. So what? It's his child, that man. Get, that, uh, no, no, no. I think somebody somebody should have said something. No, I don't no. think that's right. I think right. Drake gets a pass. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. Listen, just, man, are you, you should be more outraged that the Raptors lost and got slaughtered last night uh, than the yeah, fact that but, Drake's son was sitting on his lap during no, the game. Also, for portions okay. of the game. Also, you don't care that much. No, I, you're right. I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, as a dad, okay, yeah. I, I worry because at some point Drake is going to go back on tour. And, man, you cannot have a kid on your lap for that long. You go numb, okay, and then Drake's getting at the age right now. We're rebounding. We know he has knee problems, mm-hmm. okay? He had that surgery at a postponement on the album and everything else yeah okay roll the ankle you can't have it was it an ankle or a knee ankle i don't know what the hell it was i thought he had listen he's got bad legs right right he's not he drake listen okay drake i'm gonna what's his what's his thing one i'm gonna drake at gmail.com okay i'm gonna i'm gonna email picture 
Drake right now of Wheelchair Jimmy from Degrassi and oh, say, no. this is your future. Oh, no. This is your future oh, if you no. keep letting your kids sit on your knee for five hours. Okay? you got to give those legs a break, old man. Okay? We can't do that. After a certain age, you can't do that. You can't have people sitting on your lap for that long. It's not good. How any doctor will tell you. doesn't remember anybody's what did you name. Say? Roz doesn't remember anyone's <laughs> name except Wheelchair Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. There's a new book called Eating Royal. And in Eating Royal, they talk about the etiquette and certain ways that royalty, especially the queen, um, eat. And oh, the God. one that has okay. really taken off was the description of how the queen eats a banana. Okay. Okay. Upside down? No, 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 no. Quote, this is how the queen would eat a banana. We don't peel it like a primate. Instead, using a fork, we hold it in place, and then we cut off one end, then we cut off the other end. Then we turn the knife on its side and go into the skin, So, and then prizing it open. I don't even know what prizing it open means. These people talk way too weird for me, man. Uh, and, then, and then cut off a little bit at a time and eat it. So basically, the queen eats a banana she like cuts the top and the bottom uh-huh. off of it and then i guess they cut it into sections almost like sushi and then they cut that open and then she eats it with a fork so ironically i have a banana you have today. a banana did you bring your fork and knife i did not bring this a is fork why you will never marry into the royal family you pedestrian <laughs> so, wait, so I, I take the banana life. and i yes. put it on the, on the table right yes and then i cut this end yes the front, yes or the, the what you would typically um describe as the top of the banana yes and then i cut this end the bottom i believe yes and and then slice it this way. I think that that's how she eats and it. And then take the knife and stick it in. I don't know. I, like I this and like I think, split it open. I don't know. Well, let, let's call the queen because I'm still unsure, okay, exactly how. I get the cutting the top and the bottom off, but I'm not 100% sure on what you do after that with the fork and knife. Okay. We, uh, uh, Your Majesty, we have not talked to you in a very, very long time. Yeah. I know you're busy. You got the oh, Jubilee coming it's up. Roz. You know I'm single now. And <laughs> oh, wow. God. No, I'm right for the picking. Um, uh, Queen Mom, we're calling uh, because we need to get clarification on this banana story and how you eat a banana and the way you slice it and where you put the knife and eating it with a fork and knife. Oh, hey, Roz, are you a banana peel? No. Because I've accidentally slipped into your DM. Okay. Okay. But back to the back to the story. So it goes like that they describe that you cut off the top and the bottom of the banana with a fork and knife, and then you eat the rest of the fork and knife. But I'm unsure what you do with the fork and knife. Do you cut it like sushi? What do bananas say when they answer the phone? What? Yellow. <laughs> okay. Now, um, Queen. Is this has this been the way that you've eaten a banana like your entire life, or is this like something recent? If Johnny Depp was a banana, what would he say to the judge? Oh, what? No. I'm sure to win this case on appeal. Okay. So is this the way that somebody told you to eat a banana, or is this the way that you just prefer to eat a banana? What fruit do sheep like the most? Bananas. <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Yeah. Okay. Uh, the queen is on the phone with us, by the way. Um, uh, happy belated birthday. Uh, so when you have a banana, um, okay, is it on like a plate or is it on a platter? And is it a special fork and knife that you use to eat the banana? Like, are you using like a butter knife to cut the top and the bottom off or like a steak knife? In what position was the banana during the Tour de France? <laughs> what, what? He was riding... With the peloton. Okay. That makes zero sense whatsoever. Okay, the peloton, Mocha. Uh, the peloton. One, one, final, one final question for you, Queen Mom. Yeah. Uh, uh, in your tactic of eating a banana, do you eat bananas in front of other people, or is this like a you-only situation? Roz isn't dead. Bananas are yellow. I want to go out with that nice fellow. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not single. I want, I need to read this to you. She said, instead, using a fork, we hold it in place and then we cut off one end, then we cut off the other end. Then we turn the knife on its side and go into the skin. What does that mean? Like, how do you eat a banana that way? Roz, hun, you put the ass in potassium. Okay. The queen is very flirty. Okay. All right. Well, I don't think we're going to get the answers no. that we're looking for. Uh, queen Elizabeth, thank you very much for, for answering our call <laughs> and joining us again on the Raza Mocha Show. Hey, oh, Raz. Yes. Call me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, oh, Doc, she wants you bad, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Last Friday of April. So good. May 1st is on Sunday. And we got another Razamoka recap for you. We do this every month where Shem writes and performs a song recapping some of the biggest stories, biggest events that have happened in the month of April. Uh, not only like in the world, but here on the Razamoka show as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and Chris Kelly, who also works here at Kiss, produce music videos for him. So we'll get that posted on social at some point today. But here with your Rasa Mocha April recap, the one and only Shem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Right? For Mocha's birthday, the Rock sent him love. Yo, Mocha, it's your buddy here, the Rock. And he launches my Twitter. (laughs) April weather makes me want to scream out. We are publishing Roz Weston's memoir. I've seen the music video oh, already have before you? it gets posted, How right? You get easy the early access to uh, stuff. Like listen that. to this, though. <laughs> I need to know, Shem. Mm-hmm. Because they film, you know the Britney Hit Me Baby One More Time music video where she yeah. films it like at a school? Yes. Right? The music video is in, in, in a school? Yes. So Shem filmed his music video at like a high school, right? No, right. actually. It was at, or, uh, it was at TMU. 
What's TMU? Oh, TMU. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did like, you really? The, the, new, the new TMU, Maury. The new TMU. The Toronto new TMU. Metropolitan University. Oh, okay. Yes. It's been, like, yeah. give me a I know, week. I know. It's been a day. Okay, it's I know. Now. It's been a day. Yes. Wait, how did yeah. you get access? You just walk in with a camera and like... Snitches, man. Come on, man. Oh, yeah? What are you giving up secrets? You don't get to give up secrets. Gorilla style, right? That's how we do. That's but how we do. Go. Thank you, Shem, for the Roz and Mocha April recap. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ha, 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 yeah. Come on. <laughs> One of my favorite days of the year, Star Wars Day. Uh, may the 4th be with you all. And may the 4th yeah. be with you. How am I the only one? We're all nerds here. How am I the only one rocking some Star Wars gear? What do you got on today? Oh, look at the hat. Oh, you got the Death Star Blue, Death Star Blue Jays. Yeah, this is wow. so exclusive, bro. You are like mixing genres and like everything i know like hat. nothing star wars that sounds At like that. you know what that nothing, looks like huh? so so mocha's hat has a death star right yeah. with a blue jays logo on top of the death star you know what that looks like to me mocha no offense oh, that looks like one. something that was homemade by a mom where she's like oh my god you know what no. my boy mocha you know what he loves he loves the blue jays and he loves star wars i'm gonna make him Shut a up, Blue Jay Star Wars no. hat. It looks homemade. No, this is like official, like new you era. Know how expensive <laughs> that hat probably was. Yeah, it, but it looks so. But it looks like your mama made it. It looks no, like I, something. That, it looks like something that a mom would make. No, I promise. Okay? I promise what other guys. What other person would put the Blue Jays logo over top of the Death Star? Your mom. Guys, I promise. Somebody's this is mom a real made hat. that. No, I don't know. I don't know what company made that. Okay, no, I don't know where it came new, from. An official new era cap. That's fine, but you know what? There was a board meeting at New Era where some guy went in a day after, a day after he got off the phone with his mom. Probably had dinner with her for the first time in two months. Yeah, and she was like, "You know what you should do? Blue Jay Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? It worked. And he threw it, and he threw it out in the meeting, and you just paid two hundred dollars for it. <laughs> it worked, and I bought it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, because it is Star Wars Day, this is always fun. Dan and Maury uh, hitting yeah. hitting the streets to talk to fans. Um, I think most of them are fans. Ooh. Ooh, walking the streets, I will. Roses are red, violets are blue. If you love Star Wars, may the fourth be with you. Roz, you are too awesome. You're the best. May the fourth be with you. And also with you. Oh, wait, let me do that again. Ooh, may the fourth be with you. That was my Wookiee. That was your Wookiee? That was Wookie. my, you saw my Wookiee. No, I didn't see your Wookiee. You'd get arrested for that. That's <laughs> also not a Wookiee. Okay, what do you call five <laughs> Siths piled on top of a lightsaber? A good time. No, you're supposed to go, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, a Sith kebab. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Ooh, may the fourth be with you. (laughs) Ooh, may the fourth be with you. Okay, are you, like, uh, excited? It's May the 4th. Super excited it's May the 4th. But but do you get it? It's, like, it's May the 4th. May the 4th. No, but it's, like, force. Force. Instead of May the 4th be with you, it's May the 4th. Yeah. Like, the date. The date. Today, may the fourth be with you. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this guy doesn't know at all. All right. Who can you impersonate <laughs> from Star Wars? I could probably do Yoda. Okay, so let's get you to say, um, I love the Roz and Mocha show. Roz and Mocha show I love. Pew, pew. <laughs> Ooh, may the fourth be with you. Look, I'm your father. Look, I'm your father. All right, can you do any of the sounds for me? <laughs> what do you call an invisible droid? Invisible droid? You just go, I don't know. A droid is hiding. No, but you just go, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, C-through-P-O. 
Oh, CPO. Okay. No, see through. See through PO. Yeah. Th- wow. That's a, get it? Yes, I get it. I get it. May the fourth be with <laughs> you. I don't like it. <laughs> Yoda, I am. Uh-oh. May the force be with you. Oh, good one. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Anakin, force all around us it is. Pew, pew, pew. All right, who can you impersonate from the movie? We do this every year. Who can you do? I'm going to do an Obi. Okay, give me your Obi. These are not the droids you're looking for. Oh, well done. Ooh, <laughs> may the fourth be with you. Oh, but... I love that we didn't even need to talk. You just dived right in. Boom. <laughs> Yo, first of all, where were you? Inside of a Jeez. nightclub talking to people? <laughs> I was outside the, outside the Leafs game. <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. Uh, happy Star Wars Day, everybody. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So you can now kiss in the metaverse. Sorry, what? You can now kiss in the metaverse. Okay. So, you know the metaverse, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not part of it. You're not? No. Why, are you? No. Uh, oh. Damn, Amori, for sure you're part of it, right? For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know what we're talking about, do you? <laughs> no, I was no, listening to no, some audio. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> but I'm like, when in doubt, just go, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we just said that they allow now kissing in the metaverse. Oh, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Deepa, I have to talk to you real quick, okay? You're the youngest of us Mm -hmm. all. Are you interested in anything like the metaverse? Do you know what the metaverse is? No. Is that like where you're like a simulated character and you're like living a life? Yes, basically. You, you, You put the headset on, you go into the metaverse... And then you can interact with people and so buy art. from that versus, versus virtual reality? Nothing. It is virtual reality. It is virtual reality. You put so, the goggles on and everything, and so, this is a world that's been created. Zuckerberg and Meta are creating, like, the headset. But the worlds you go into, a lot of them are sort of user-generated. So that's why things like strip bars are showing up and all this yeah. other stuff. So now what they're, uh, oh. they're taking the tech because they wanted a sort of immersive experience, right? Mm-hmm. And that's everything starts off with good intent. Yes. And then eventually people get a hold of it and it becomes filthy overnight. So they developed all these technologies to help people experience things that maybe they couldn't, like really, really cool things. And so now what they have is scientists have created a device that brings a feeling sensation to your mouth, lips, and tongue. Oh, God. What? They pulled it off. (laughs) Okay. Maury? Wow. I have a follow-up question when you're done. Okay. (gasps) They pulled it off by adding a load of special ultrasonic transducers to a VR headset. At the moment, the Metaverse and VR is largely focused just on 360 visual sound and hand controls, although experts, uh, they they don't show how it can be used to kiss. But the clever tech is capable of simulating swipes and vibrations in and around your mouth no. that would associate it what? with each activity. So no. you can go into the Metaverse as your little avatar Looking whatever way you want to look. I was much looking thinner. at the, I was looking much <laughs> Guys. Yeah. This is Black Mirror it striking is. vipers. It this is. is exactly what's gonna happen. Yes. So hold on, if you kiss in there with your ultrasonic transducers, is or that cheating? 
How yes. You, you're in my head. Because, Maury, anytime we talk about anything, <laughs> it eventually comes around to you going, hold on a second here. If I'm at the grocery store alone, is that cheating? You know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. the metaverse yeah. with the ultrasonic transducers. It, it doesn't matter. So I guess that is a So you want to ultra-transduce in the metaverse? Okay, pause, pause, pause. Maury, stop, stop, stop. No, it is cheating. Stop, stop, stop. I have to correct you guys, okay, because I cannot continue this conversation of us being on record calling a transducer a transducer. <laughs> Oh, okay, <laughs> you do not, you do not wear oh. a transducer in the metaverse. Okay, just okay? Sure. it is a transducer yeah. that stimulates the nerves, not the transducer that stimulates yeah, whatever the, it's the called, nerves. I want one. Okay, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, 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 yes. What's going on, everyone? How are we all feeling good? Good. <laughs> Guess. <laughs> Gassy, why are you, are you so gassy? gassy? You're always gassy. Though. I had beef tacos last night, and, and well, they're doing. Did you what make beef them does. or did you order them? No, I made them. You made them. Oh, What's yeah. your recipe? Here we go. Okay, so you got your ground beef. Yeah. You put it in the pan thing with a little bit of oil. Don't you, say pan thing. You know it's a pan. Yeah, but it has okay. an upper edge on it, so I'm not sure if it's still a pan. What do you mean an upper edge? Like, like a, a ranch? The other thing is pan. The other thing's called a plate. <laughs> and so then okay. you sort of break it all up with like a fork, a knife, and a spatula. <laughs> wow. Inside okay. the pan thing? Yeah, like because it c- cooks fast, it's sizzling, and oil is spraying everywhere. Yeah. So you gotta spraying! Like, <laughs> so you gotta like crunch it down until it's yeah. little bits. Okay, okay. And then you put salt and pepper, and then you put um, barbecue sauce. Uh, barbecue sauce. That's disgusting. No wonder it's so okay. gassy. Okay. okay. Then Go on. You somehow caramelize the onions. Somehow. somehow. Without caramel. <laughs> Wait, but you do, you caramelize the onions before, or sorry, after you've already done that stuff to your meat? Yeah, you put it in there and then you put um, apple cider vinegar. Do you think caramelizing onions involves like caramel? I thought it did. I'm like, why are you calling it caramelizing if there's no caramel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, go so on. then you saute it up. Yeah. Okay. You heat up your tatillas and then you um then you make your um your slaw, which is the cut up carrots, mayonnaise, um, oil, rest of yeah. the spices. Hold on. Where where's the coleslaw in the your slaw? What do you mean? You just said you made the slaw, and then you mentioned every ingredient except for coleslaw. <laughs> coleslaw yeah, you're is making the, a sauce right now. About, oh, no, the carrots. Okay. And then the mayonnaise and the oil, and then it becomes a slaw. Okay. Am I wrong? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on now. Hold on. <laughs> Am I this, wrong? Okay. this whole meal is okay. wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like all the ingredients that you're using okay. right now Maury, Maury, be you used made, in another meal. You made tacos with barbecue sauce and mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm gassy as yeah. well. Okay. <laughs> That's not That's, the only reason. Uh, that is the weirdest taco I've ever heard in my life. Okay, I tried so, giving some to the dog, and he walked away. Okay, so continue. So you you had your uh, your mayonnaise, carrots, and then what? And then oil. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, and then More, a tablespoon yeah. of water. Uh huh. And then you yeah. sort of, and then that becomes the sauce loss. And is all of that yeah. in the pan thing? No, the the slaw is in a separate bowl. Okay. But then you add that to the pan. Uh huh. So then the slaw mixes with the barbecue sauce and the beef. Yeah. <laughs> And the mayonnaise? I mean, explaining this, it sounds terrible, but you had to have been there. No, I'm glad I wasn't. No, no. Okay, so then, and then what happened? Then you put it on the tortilla Uh and enjoy. How did you heat up the tortilla? 
Oh, in the microwave uh, on a paper oh, towel for 10 second increments. Okay. <laughs> 10 second increments? What do you mean increments? So 10 seconds, you took it out, and then you put it back in? You, you feel it. If it's not hot, then you put it back in for another 10 seconds until it softens. <laughs> right. Because you like it soft. Um, so, how many of these did you have last night? Five. Oh, what? Oh! Five? <laughs> well, Matthew didn't want any, and I wasn't going to waste well, it. Well, yeah, after going through all those ingredients. Gross. Yeah, did Matthew did, did Matthew tell you why he didn't want any? He looked at it and said, I'm just going to order Uber Eats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> That's disgusting, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Happy early Mother's Day to all the moms out there. David Morey hit the streets to talk to moms, um, to make it awkward. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, you're going to love this. Listen. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you. All right, you know what? Growing up, I wasn't really mothered. I didn't have a motherly experience when I was much younger. Oh, so since it is, geez. you know, coming up to Mother's Day, I thought, right? why don't you mother me? How would you mother me? Maury, did you spill this? No. Maury, tell the truth. I never do. <laughs> What are the consequences, Maury? Are you going to spank me? Oh, Absolutely God. not. Oh. <laughs> so weird. If there was a magical Mother's Day vending machine, what would be in your dream Mother's Day vending machine? A hotel spa package. Ooh. What would be in your dream Mother's Day vending machine? I would love a little bit of a glam makeover. Okay, magical Mother's Day vending machine. Your chance. As a mom, what are you putting in there? Pina coladas and a pool boy. (laughs) (laughs) You only live once. All right. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. All right. If there was a magical Mother's Day vending machine, what would you put in there? A button that will fast forward me six years so my kids will move out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Magical Mother's Day vending machine. What are you adding? A cook. Oh, why? Are you not a good cook? I am, but I'm sick of it. Oh, yes. Happy Mother's Day. Hello, thank you so much. What are you putting in your magical Mother's Day vending machine? Amazing. I am putting in a house cleaner in my magical vending machine. That would be lovely. Yep. And why is that? Well, so my house is always clean and I don't have to do it. What are you adding to the Mother's Day magical vending machine? I need extra drivers so I don't have to drive my kids. Now's your turn. What are you adding? Wine to help relieve the stress these children cause me every day. It is the Mother's Day magical vending machine. What are you adding to the pile? A new husband because mine is worn out. Oh, Oh, snap! (laughs) What if he hears this? Uh Uh-oh. Sorry, hon. No, you're not. What are you adding to the vending machine? I would add Tim McGraw to the vending machine. Oh, hopefully it's ventilated so he can breathe. But why are you adding Tim McGraw? Who doesn't want Tim McGraw in a vending machine? (laughs) All right, it is the Mother's Day vending machine. What are you going to add to the Mother's Day vending machine? I am adding a hose to the machine, a straight alcohol that's like a cow's really, of alcohol. (laughs) Just so I can suckle on the booze. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Roz and Mocha Confessional is open. Ah, yes. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Confessional. Pope John Roz, Father Mocha. Greetings. 
Taking your call, this is the uh, Razamoka Confessional Mother's Day edition. Mom Confessions, Mother's Day coming up this weekend. Uh, up for grabs today, Mocha, if you want to tell the uh, people what they could win. Tickets to see Lizzo live in concert. And what we're going to do is we're going to get your mom confessions, okay? These may be the things that, like, stay in your head that never come out of your mouth. Like, maybe, you know, uh, you send your school, your kid to school sick and are fine with that. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, as, a, as a mom, you will happily take a nap over sex. Uh, your husband has no idea. Any, all of these things that are in your head that the, what, you never say them out loud. Uh, these are mom confessions. And we're going to get uh, two moms on the phone. We will get their mom confessions and then we will leave it up to the people, to the audience, to decide uh, which mom confession scores those Lizzo tickets. Mm -hmm. 925 by the way, is how you text in. Hello, Precious. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm doing well. A little nervous, but I'm okay. Precious, don't be nervous. Uh, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Confessional. Mother's Day edition. Mom confessions is what we're doing. Uh, Precious, uh, if you want to let us know what your confession is, please. Okay, so my son, so when he was a baby, he was going, so he had diarrhea. Mm -hmm. And then we ran out of diapers. So to hold him over, I used my maxi pads. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I attached them to the onesie, my, my biggest and my thickest ones, and I attached them to the onesie <laughs> to hold him over. Okay. But that doesn't seem okay. like... Okay. Okay. Who are you keeping that secret from, though? I mean, my mom. I'm Filipino. Like, yeah, you don't... Do, you don't... Anything, I, anything that I've done that's not, like, proper... Uh -huh. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I but, do. But, yo, mom's got to do what mom's got to do. Mom's got to... You, you are absolutely right on that. And and I think that we've... I've done the, I've done the midnight diaper run before. And we are like, how the hell yeah. did I get myself in this position on a uh -huh. Tuesday? Uh, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, we've only done this, you know, 800 times before. And yet, I'm like, oh, God, was that the last one? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 the, it's the worst. Okay, so, Precious, uh, your mom confession is uh, uh, that your son had diarrhea and uh, you ran out of diapers, so you took a few of your jumbo maxi pads, uh, stuffed them in the kid's onesie, attached them, and uh, that got the kid through the night, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm telling you, you're not alone on this. Great confession, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Great confession. Uh, Precious, hang on one second. By the way, keep in mind, text us 925-555 as we head back to the phones. Hello, hello. It's Razamoka. Are you okay if we say your name? Yes. I Yes. Okay. okay. So, Karen, welcome to the Razamoka Confessional, Mother's Day mm -hmm. edition, Mom Confessions. <laughs> yes. Okay, go for it. What is your confession? Okay, so we had a family friend over for dinner one night, and he jokingly said, who, who is mom and dad's favorite? And each of my children confidently piped up, I am. And they all looked at each other stunned, being like, what? <laughs> they knew that they were they they were the favorite um little did they know i tell each of them every day that they're my favorite <laughs> each one of them independently <laughs> i do how old are they Brenner. and how many kids do you have uh, i have three girls 15 13 and 10 oh, no. and i I whisper to each of them every day, you're my favorite. And, and you've been doing this thinking that they would never, because that's like a secret between mom and them, that, 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 they, that they would never blab. Feel, yeah. 
It makes them feel so special. It so, puts a smile on their face. So so you've been telling each of your three kids for years that they were secretly your favorite and shh, don't tell anyone. And then yes. and then they all believed you and then it all came out one night? Yes. So what did you do? I looked at my friend and I I, I didn't say anything, but as I uh I, I walked past him and I said in his ear very secretly, I said, I tell each of them they're my favorite. Shh, don't tell them that. Oh, oh God. no. Okay, okay whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right, before we start taking these texts at 925 Karen. Yeah. Between us, right? <laughs> okay, Roz, Mocha, and Karen. Mm-hmm. Out of the three kids, the 15, the 13, and the 10 year old, which one's your favorite? I have to say my youngest. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Yo, okay. Right away. okay. There's, no, okay. there's no pause to think. Okay. I, okay. Okay. Uh, okay, Karen. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay, Karen. Hang on. Hang on a second, okay? So, Karen, Karen, you are, how are we going to do this? Caller one and caller two? Is that what we're going to tell people yeah, what to yeah, do? Yeah, okay, yeah, Karen, yeah. you are caller two. Okay, hang on for us, Karen. Precious was caller one, which was Precious had a son with diarrhea. They ran out of diapers, so she took two of her jumbo maxi pads, um, stuck them to the inside of the kid's onesie so he could make it through the night. Uh, Karen has been secretly telling, caller number two has been secretly telling her three kids that each is her favorite for years. And then on this show right now, actually said on one of the biggest public forums that she's probably ever going to be on in her life, that her favorite is actually the third, is the the youngest. So that is a giant mom confession right there but if you want it's up to you you guys could vote on this mm-hmm. uh, who's going to walk away with these tickets yeah caller one or caller two text us nine two five triple five, and uh, one of them is going to see lizzo on october 7th at scotia bank arena the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast the Roz and mocha confessional is open ah yes i love confessional time welcome back to it uh, this is the Razamoka Confessional Mother's Day edition, Mom Confessions. Uh, we had two moms on with us earlier and asked you, the audience, to vote. Uh, mom number one was Precious, who her mom confession was that uh, her son had diarrhea and they just straight up ran out of diapers. So she stuck a whole bunch of uh, jumbo-sized maxi pads to the inside of his onesie and let him sleep through the night. Uh, Caller number two was Karen, who admitted that uh, she tells all her children secretly that they are her favorite, but she actually does have a favorite, and she revealed it on our show. Uh, Are the ladies with us, Mocha? Mm -hmm. Precious and Karen. Hello. You guys there? Hello. Precious and Karen. Precious, Karen. You guys there? Hold on. Hello. Oh. Oh, you're banging your head over there, man. There we go. Are you there? Oof. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on, guys. Yeah, okay. We got this. Precious and Karen, are you guys there? Yeah, we are here. Okay. Okay. We are here. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Precious, uh, just to recap, um, your uh, your kid had diarrhea, and uh, your quick fix was to being diaperless in the house because we've all run out of diapers. Was to take a couple of uh, jumbo maxi pads and uh, stick them to the inside of the uh, infant's onesie. Good confession, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Karen, you were caller number two, and uh, your confession, of course, was that you tell all your children, all three, secretly that they are, in fact, your favorite, but you revealed on our show 
that uh, that you actually did have a, a favorite, which was a real ballsy move for a mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. By the way, yes. uh, we're giving away tickets to see Lizzo live in concert in Toronto. Yes, they are. Okay, so we left it up to the audience to vote. Was it going to be Maxi Pad to the rescue, or was it going to be I do have a favorite kid? <laughs> yeah. They voted, uh-huh. and moms coming out as the winner for Razamoka's confessional Mother's Day edition with a slim 55.5% is Maxi Pads to the rescue! <laughs> Congratulations, Precious. Yay, that is amazing. Precious, happy Mother's Day. You are off to see Lizzo October 7th at Scotiabank Arena. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. The Roz and Mocha Confessional is open. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Confessional. I'm Pope John Roz. Father Mocha is here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Roz and Mocha Confessional Mother's Day Edition Mom Confessions. This has been so fun all week. We're getting moms on to sort of do those mom confessions, those things that maybe you said you'd never say to anyone else. Maybe you thought of it and never said the words out loud. We've had some great ones, some great mom confessions. And then we're going to leave it up to you guys to vote on who is going to win today. And up for grabs today, Mocha is... Uh, Dua Lipa is hitting Scotiabank Arena on July 27th. That is a hot ticket. So we will be awarding uh, one lucky mom those tickets today nice uh caller number one is andrea hello andrea welcome to it how are you hi i'm good thank you and you good uh andrea what is your mom confession okay so my mom confession is when my daughter was three i convinced her that the tongue always says the truth and whenever she lies to me i will know if she shows me her thumb and she believed it so now every time i know she's telling a lie i tell her show me your tongue and if she doesn't or just show me a little bit, I know she's lying. <sighs> okay. Yo, that's a good move. Okay, so you told your kid when she was three that you can always tell by her tongue if she's lying. And now if she says something and you suspect she's lying, you say, show me your tongue. And then if she only sticks it out a little tiny bit, uh, you know she's lying. And then if she's not lying, she'll just like stick it out and wiggle it around, right? Yeah, she'll that, go full it, kiss. She just like, ah, that show me her tongue. That is such a smart way of figuring out whether your kid is lying or you that is such a brilliant mom move my god i am in awe of you i may actually steal that move andrea do it with it's our five-year-old home yeah oh my Yo, that's god amazing okay andrea you are caller number one uh and we're gonna go on to uh caller number two right now Hello, Suzanne. Welcome to the Raz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Good, good, good. good. Um, so you are caller number two. 925-555 is how people are going to be able to choose whether it's uh, you or caller number one that gets these Dua Lipa tickets. What is your confession today? Okay, so my husband and I, we have a son together, and he's a pretty big kid for his age. So when we take him to the parks, um, like play gyms and whatnot, my, like it's fun for him, but for my husband and I, what's fun for us is we like to look around the playground and uh, we like to size up the kids. Like, you know, if our son were to get into a fight, 
or scrap with one of these kids, who would win? That's her. <laughs> that's what, like. <laughs> Oh, wow. So you guys are what, like placing bets with each other? <laughs> well, we can't really place bets because no one really ever wins. But like we just say like, oh, like, you know, I think our son could take on that kid. And, and, how, and how old is your son? He is just over 18 months. So oh, he's a really big kid. Okay. Okay. So you and your husband go to the park and play gyms and everything else. And when your kid's out there running around with other kids, you size up all the other kids and then have conversations as to whether your baby could kick that other baby's ass? Pretty much, yeah. But okay. we, we don't condone violence. Like, we're, Hell we're not no. Violent, but it's, it's just uh, fun uh, debate that we have between us. Okay, well, there you go. So those are your two <laughs> options. Uh, caller number one was Andrea. Uh, your lying tongue is what we're calling this one, where uh, she told her daughter that uh, the tongue always can tell a lie. And so if she suspects her child is lying, she asks her kid to stick out her tongue. And if the kid is lying, like the kid only sticks it out a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit, which is a great mom move. Uh, Suzanne, you are caller number two, Baby Fight Club. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, and uh, we'll leave it up to the audience now. So if you want to vote, it's 925-555. You text uh, either caller one or caller two. There you go. And uh, the one that gets the most will win those tickets to see Dua Lipa. Thank you, Suzanne. All right. Have a great day, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, uh, yes. uh, yeah. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha confessional Mother's Day edition. Uh, these are mom confessions. And uh, we had heard from two moms. Great confessions, by the way. Oh, like so great good. confessions. Yeah. And we left it up to you guys, the audience, to decide. Uh, so uh, caller number one was uh, Andrea, who uh, told us that she told her daughter that the tongue can always tell when you're lying. So she thinks her kid is lying. She says, stick out your tongue. And then if the kid only sticks out her tongue like a little tiny bit, then she automatically knows the kid is lying. And if she says, stick out your tongue, and the kid like sticks the whole tongue out, then she knows the kid is telling the truth. It is like a brilliant mom move. Oh. Uh, caller number two was Suzanne, who said that they have a two-year-old, and whenever they go to the park uh, or baby, like to the baby gym or play dates, her and her husband just sit there and take bets and talk about which kid their kid could kick their kid's ass. Um, so will it be will it be caller number one, your lying tongue, or caller number two, baby fight club? Okay, hold on. Let's get them both on the phone again. Um, hello, ladies, are you there? Oh, hold on. There we go. All right. Um, Andrea so, and Suzanne. Yeah, the results are in. The results are in. We asked the audience to choose between Your Lying Tongue and Baby Fight Club. The results are in. And overwhelmingly, with 77%, audience could not get enough of this mom confession. Congratulations, Andrea! Your lying tongue! Hey! There you go. Off to see Dua Lipa live in concert, Scotiabank Arena, July 27th. Oh, amazing. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Roz and Mocha Confessional is open. Ah, yes. Welcome to it. 
Pope John Ra's Father Mocha is here. Uh, this is the Raza Mocha Confessional Mother's Day edition. These are mom confessions. This is when we get moms on the phone to confess those things. Maybe they've never said them to anybody, those stories or those feelings you've had. Maybe you got a favorite kid. We had one of those earlier in the week. She straight up <laughs> just said sure on the show, which yeah. one was her favorite kid? Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I hope her family wasn't listening that day. Uh, we'll get two moms on the phone to uh, give their mom confessions, and uh, then we'll leave it up to the audience to decide uh, who wins. And Mocha, up for grabs today. Uh, we got Backstreet Boys concert tickets there in town July 2nd at Budweiser Stage. Uh, hello, Lisa. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How's it going? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? Good. Uh, Lisa, you know how this works. This is uh, mom confessions, and uh, the mm. bar is set pretty high. Uh, so what do you got for us today? What's your mom confession? I'm not so proud of this one, but it is what good. it is. Oh, no. <laughs> so when my daughter was, I want to say between one and two years old, with me and her in the car driving, whatever, chilling, and then I was being pulled over, probably for speeding. So as I'm pulling over, I turn around, I pull her little pacifier out of her mouth, and she's a chubby baby. So I pinched her little thigh and I was like, go little rock star, your time to shine, get us out of this. Hold on. So you pinched a baby's <laughs> leg and what? You started you crying, a- screaming? Mm-hmm. So, so by the time the police officer gets to your window, your your kid oh, yeah. is like full on siren. Oh yeah, she she put on the performance that I needed. So what'd you say and to so the police did you officer? Get yeah, was, he, and he's like, "Do you know how fast you were going?" I was like, "No." I'm like, "You know, I'm a new mom. Baby's crying. She's hungry. I'm just trying to get home. I'm stressed." <sighs> you know. Okay, so you're in the car. And you're about mm-hmm. to get pulled over by the cops. As mm-hmm. you're getting, as you're pulling over, you reach into the back seat, pull out her pacifier, which we all know that never goes well. No. And then you give the kid a little tiny pinch on the thigh and are like, do your thing. And then by the time the cop gets to the window, your kid is in full on scream mode, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, and then no. you, and, and, and you, and you got, and you got out of the ticket. Yeah, I did. Oh, here we go. Bravo, 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 bravo. Not trying to swing the vote or anything because I haven't heard no. the next story, but still, that's a super cool move. Okay. okay. Uh, so you are caller number one, Lisa. Um, we're we're going to get to caller number two in a sec. Please hang on, okay? Okay. All right. 925 is how you text in. It's either going to be caller number one or caller number two. Backstreet Boys tickets up for grabs. Uh, Daniela, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. So uh, we are doing mom confessions. What's yours? Uh, Mine is that my daughter always complains about sore knees and she's always expecting a Tylenol or Advil. And I don't like giving them to her every single day. So I found white candies that look like Tylenol and I just give her those to make her think she's feeling better. And then does does she feel better? She goes straight to bed. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. She doesn't complain after. (laughs) Yo, but how much Tylenol was she having, like, every single day? At least every other day. Like, she's always complaining. If it's not her knees, it's her head. If it's not her head, it's her shoulder. And I'm a type of person that I don't like to give a lot of Tylenol and Advil's. Right? So I had to kind of... Mix it up big with candies. <laughs> okay, so trying to figure out why your kid might be in so much pain is just not in the spirit of what we're doing here, so we're not going to touch on that. Um, <laughs> but how old is your how old is your kid, and how long have you been doing this for? She's 10. Oh, she's been doing it for, like, at least three or four months. 
Okay. Oh, so okay. 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 So you, you, so your kids like, ah, oh, my knees hurt. Ah, she's yeah. like always, always complaining, and she just exactly. wants some Tylenol. Exactly. And then you found you found candy that looks like Tylenol, and you give her that, and then she's like, oh, thanks, Ma, yeah. fix me right yeah. up, and then she goes to bed. Oh man, she goes to bed, or she'll be <laughs> jumping off the walls. Damn. Wow. And then she's like, see, I told you I needed Tylenol. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good for you. Okay, straight up. All right, Daniela, thank you so much. We're going to put you on hold. So, uh, Daniela is caller number two. So now you could text in at 925 five. Who Whose confession are you going with? Caller one or caller number two? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Confessional. Mother's Day edition. Mom confessions is what we're doing. Uh, earlier on, we had two moms on who gave their confession. Uh, Lisa was caller number one who got pulled over for speeding. And as the cop was walking from his cop car to her car, she reached in the back seat, pulled out her kid's pacifier, and then pinched her chubby little thigh to get her wailing. <laughs> cop shows up at the car and uh, no ticket because there was a whole mess going on in there. Felt bad for her. Great mom confession. Okay. Uh, Caller number two was Daniela, who uh, her kid was always complaining, I got a headache, my knees hurt, my back hurts, I need an aspirin. And she wouldn't do anything until she was medicated. And the mom found candy that were the exact shape of the aspirin that she would give her. And then she just keeps giving her candy. And the kid's like, see, I'm all better now. Now I can go to bed. (laughs) So is it going to be caller number one, baby driver, or caller number two, pint-sized placebo? (laughs) Lisa and Daniela, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Uh, okay. So we got the votes. Tallied them up. Roz, go ahead. And Mocha. With a total of 65.7%, today's mom winner for Roz and Mocha's confessional Mother's Day edition mom confessions is... Baby driver, Lisa, oh, caller number one. There you go. <laughs> Making that poor child cry just so you can get out of a ticket. Congratulations, Lisa. You are off to see the Backstreet Boys July 2nd at Budweiser Stage. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Roz and Mocha Confessional is open. Yes, welcome to the Raza Mocha Confessional. I am Pope John Raz. Father Mocha is here as well. Hello, hello. Uh, this is the confessional Mother's Day edition. Mom confessions is what we're doing. Uh, it's fantastic. These are the mom confessions, the stuff that moms like have in their head, but they're not allowed to say it out loud, uh, even though they're not alone in any of this. And we'll get two moms on to give us their 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 greatest mom confession. Uh, yesterday's winner, by the way, was a, a mom that called in and said that she ran out of diapers one time when her kid had diarrhea. So all she did was just uh, taped uh, uh, jumbo size maxi pads inside his onesie. And was like, there you go. <laughs> fixed. <laughs> um, so you're not alone in all this. Uh, so we want your mom confessions. And then the audience is going to get to vote on which uh, mom wins. And up for grabs today, Mocha is? Swedish House Mafia. They're going to be in concert August 5th at Scotiabank Arena. So those are the tickets that are up for grabs today. Oof. Angie is caller number one. Hello, Angie. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, 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 good. Uh, Angie, uh, what is your mom confession? So uh, when my kids were younger, I used to work part-time, and uh, my husband used to look after the kids. So when I finished work, I wouldn't go home right away. I would either go out for a coffee with my friends or go see my mom or go shopping um, so that I would have some free time because through the week, uh, he would come home late and I was with them 
the majority of the time. So I wanted some me time for me. So I used to go home later. So what did your husband think you were out doing when you were going shopping? I was working late. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 Now, so- hold on. You were working late. Um, did you call him during your shift to say, hey, babe, I'm going to be a little bit late. I'd like, I got to work late. Or yeah. did he know, like, before you left the house that you had to work late anyway? No, I would phone him or text him and say, hey, I'm going to be here a little bit later. Um, gotcha. <laughs> okay. So, Angie, you when I get home. Angie, your mom confession is that uh, when you were working a part-time job uh, and your husband got home from work, there were many days where you would call her your husband from work and be like, babe, so listen, I got to work late tonight. But instead of actually working late, you would go shopping, go for coffee, hang out with friends, and he would be at home taking care of the kids. Yes. All right. There we go. That's, that is right there. <laughs> that is top-notch mom confession. This is exactly the kind Whoa. of stuff we're looking for. Angie just needed some me time. That's <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, Angie, uh, you know how this works. We're going to get somebody else on the phone now. They will be caller number two, and we're going to leave this up to the audience. You can text at 925 Just simply caller one or caller two, uh, depending on which mom confession you think deserves these tickets. Okay. All right, caller number two. Um, you care to share your name or you want to just be anonymous? I can share my name. Oh, okay, go for it. My name's Fatima Cranston. Oh, last name Damn. and everything. <laughs> Damn. Wow. I love it. Okay. I love it. Okay, uh, Fatima. I've been listening to you guys for such a long time. Oh, girl. Uh, Fatima, what is your mom confession? 30 years ago, I had a wedding that, that I inte- uh, had to go to. And my son, my oldest son, he was so used to having a bath before going to bed. And I had to give him a bath inside a sink of a public bathroom for him to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, no! Why didn't... Okay, wait a second. Why Why did you have to use the public bathroom sink? Why couldn't you just leave? Because I was enjoying myself at the wedding. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Oh, no. So, like, what, the wedding was at, like, a hotel, and then you didn't want to leave because the reception was real lit, so you took the baby into a public toilet and wa- gave him a bath in a sink? No, it was at a hall. Oh, God. Wait, oh, but was this... I guess, was this premeditated? Like, did you bring all the supplies you needed with you? Or was this just like in the moment you're like, oh, crap, I should be heading to the hotel room and or should be heading home to give him a bath? No, I had everything. I had his whole uh, stroller was full of stuff for me to get him ready. (laughs) So uh, describe the bathroom. Like, was it like a pretty bathroom or was it like a not pretty bathroom? No, it was very nice bathroom. It was very clean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I wiped everything down before I give them a bath. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh that. Yeah, I'm sure that helps. That's now, great. Did you, is it? Was it one of those um, bathrooms where the faucet is like a sensor? Or, <laughs> yeah. So you had to keep putting your hand underneath to, to activate the water. Yeah. Oh, How did no. you? Wait, wait a second. Did you fill the sink? Like t- public toilets yeah, don't. I, had to, I filled up the sink a little bit. But how so do you? But, but what did you use as a plug? Oh, uh, one of his face cloths. Oh, <laughs> God. Okay. And then, and then what? You put him to bed right after? Uh, well, I came back, I fed him, and I put him in the stroller, and he fell asleep. Oh, my Damn. God. Okay. Remember, he was a chubby little kid. He was like almost, what, 35 pounds? Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, and, and, and how old is he now? Uh, 30. What's that fat little guy's name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Brandon. Yeah. And he's getting married. There we go. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. So uh, well, maybe uh, maybe uh, someone will keep the tradition alive at Brandon's wedding okay. and bathe their kid in the sink at the hall. <laughs> so Fatima, your mom confession was that uh, years ago at a wedding, you were at the reception. It was so lit. You're having such a great time. Uh, the baby, your baby, couldn't fall asleep at night without a bath. So you brought it to the public washroom in a banquet hall, plugged the sink with his face cloth, filled up the sink and gave your baby a bath in the sink of a public toilet in order for him to be able to go to sleep simply because you were having a good time at the wedding. Of course. Okay, there we go. do it all over again. Wow. Okay. Even after COVID, huh? Interesting. Um, okay. okay. Well, remember, like I said, I wiped everything down before sure. I actually put them in there. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, Fatima, you are caller number two, and uh, people listening right now, you can uh, you can now text in at nine two five triple five. Who are you going with, caller number one or caller number two? Up for grabs today. Take us to see the Swedish House Mafia August fifth at Scotia Bank Arena. Fatima, we will talk to you in a few minutes. Okay. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, this is the Razamoka Confessional Mother's Day Edition Mom Confessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, up for grabs today, Mocha, are... Swedish House Mafia tickets when they're in town this summer. Love that. What we've been having is uh, moms call in and give your confession, your mom confession. These are the things that maybe you've done or thought that uh, you think maybe you're alone and swore you'd never tell anybody. Uh, and then you do. Right here on this show. Uh, caller number one was Angie. Caller number two was Fatima. Now, to uh, recap Angie's story, Angie had a new job and kids at home and would frequently have to work late. Sorry, she would tell her husband frequently that (laughs) she would have to work late. Meanwhile, she would go for coffee, she'd go shopping, and her husband was at home taking care of the kids, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is a great story, by the way. Great mom move. And then uh, Fatima was caller number two. She was at a wedding years ago at like a reception hall, and the baby that was with her, her kid, wouldn't sleep without a bath. She was having way too much fun at the wedding so she took the baby into a public washroom plugged the sink with one of his face cloths filled it up bathed the kid stuck him in the stroller he fell asleep she went back for more drinks (laughs) so is it going to be uh caller number one long day long lies or caller number two rub-a-dub ooh (laughs) (laughs) all right angie and fatima are you there i'm here all right. Okay. So uh, we've had everyone who listened to the Raza Mocha show text in at 925 Either and caller one or caller two. And the votes are in. Just to recap, uh, Angie, uh, you were uh, Long Days, Long Lies. And uh, Fatima, you were Rub-A-Dub-Oo. <laughs> Angie, caller one. Fatima, caller two. The audience voted. And by a margin. And the winner with 53.4%, slim margin, 53.4% is... Rub-a-dub, ooh! Fatima, congratulations! You are seeing Swedish House Mafia August 5th at Scotia Bank Arena. You better bring that sink baby with you. Congrats! <laughs> thank you. And thank you too, Angie. We love you. Oh, you guys you. are thank great. You, guys right. you got oh. it. Take care, love. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the Raz and Mocha Confessional. 
Being too loud in churches, huh? I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting the finger wag from Shem. I know. Shem, kick me out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is the Razamoka Confessional uh, Mother's Day edition. Mom confessions is what we are doing. These are the confessions that you moms have. The things that you've thought of, the things that you've done, that you as a mom are like, I am never telling anybody that ever. Well, now's the time to do it. We've had some great winners this week, so we're going to get two of you on. We're going to get two moms on to confess something. And then we'll leave it up to the audience uh, to determine who uh, walks away as today's winner. And up for grabs today, Mocha is... Lady Gaga tickets. She's at Rogers Center on August 6th. So that is going to be a bonkers show. Those are the tickets that are up for grabs. We say hello and good morning to Austin. Hello, Austin. Uh, Hello. Hello. Good morning. How you doing today? I am great. It's nice and early, but I am great. All right. So uh, what is your mom confession? My mom confession is when my kids go to school. I go through their drawers and all their stuff and throw out all the Happy Meal toys and different toys that they get from stuff. And then I also go through their their bags and their drawers and throw out all the papers that they bring home from school that they say they can't live without. And they never notice. (laughs) They never, ever notice. Do they not, like, ask? No, they never notice. They always always say they can't live without these things. They have to keep the rock from the park, this and that. But they never, (laughs) ever, ever notice. In my wife's car right now, we have a, a pine cone that one of Cruz's friends gave him uh, at school last week. Yep, that's and what the... they do. They keep all these little I things know. that they must have, and I can't stand them. And they're everywhere in the house. Yo, the pine cone is still there. We can't get rid of it. He's like, so it's no. okay gave it to me. I got to keep I it. I 100% get that. I'm sure okay. every parent gets that. Oh, okay, wow. uh, Austin, your mom confession is that when your kids uh, go to school, you go through all of their stuff and throw away all the junk that they said they could not live without. Uh, Austin, you're were, you were yes. caller number one. Uh, we're going to call yes. you Mom Purge. Okay, okay Mom Purge is perfect. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to put you on hold real quick as we say hello now to Monica. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How you doing, Monica? Hi. All right. Good. Good. You sound so sleepy right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, Monica, uh, we know you got a juicy confession. Go for it. So, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm on here right now. Um, so, my confession was that, um, so my husband and me had a day of errands, um, it was during, like, I guess the peak of COVID, so there was a lot of restrictions, but we didn't know that um, they were restricting bathrooms. It was our first time coming out after like, a long time because we had the little one, so we didn't really come out often. We had a bunch of errands. We bought, like, coffee, and um, we really had to go to the bathroom, and we had no other choice because, obviously, the bathrooms were all, all public bathrooms were closed. We were, couldn't find any bathroom that was that we could go to. Well, my husband came up with this idea, and he's like, "Hey, like we're in the car, so he's like, hey, like why don't we just, you know, use our son's diapers? <laughs> um, they're like right there. He's sleeping. You know, it's a perfect opportunity, and then we can't find a bathroom. We're far from home. Okay, hold on, stop, like, stop, okay. stop, stop, stop. Monica, 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 Monica. Yeah. Go back like three things that you just said. So you and your husband are out in the world. Public bathrooms yeah. aren't accessible because of COVID. You both had yeah. to pee, and the solution was what? Use our son's diaper. <laughs> Use your son's diaper. Wait, the diaper yeah. that he was wearing, or the diapers, the extra diapers that you had, like in a diaper bag? In the diaper bag. So I always carry extra, like six extra ones, while we go anywhere. So we just each took one. <laughs> 
Okay, so but you, what did you do? Like, you held it up to yourself, or did you try to, like, strap yeah, on, like, a real exactly, diaper? That's exactly, no, like, that's exactly what we did. We, like, held it up to ourselves. In the car? Yeah. So. At the same time? Oh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> It was really funny, too, after. We just sat in there, and we were like, I can't believe we just did that, and we just laughed. Okay, so you and your husband had to pee. You couldn't use a public bathroom, so you reached in the back yeah. seat, grabbed two diapers out of the diaper bag. Yep. You took one and, like, mashed it up against you and went pee, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And then he took And then he took his and, what, like, wrapped it around or held I mean, it? Honestly, I don't know. He was in the front seat, so I don't know how he did it. <laughs> Okay, but so you guys both use baby diapers, and did the baby diapers hold? Yeah, surprisingly. Wow, super absorbent. <laughs> wow. Yo, what, super. what brand? What brand was it? Um, I believe it's the Huggies brand. Oh, shout out to Huggies. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There we go. <laughs> uh, okay, Monica, uh, you are caller number two. We are going to call you adult baby diapers. up for grabs once again uh tickets to see lady gaga august 6th at rogers center now the people who are listening it's your time to vote caller one or caller two shoot us a text right now at 925 the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast ah yes welcome to the Roz and mocha confessional Mother's Day edition. These are mom confessions. And uh, before the break, we had two moms on confessing uh, something. We had uh, Austin and Monica. Austin and Monica, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Yes, I am. All right. So, uh, Austin, you were caller number one. You were the mom purge. And what your confession was that when your kids go off to school, you go through all their stuff and throw away all their crap that they said that they can't live without. (laughs) And then, like like McDonald's toys and random rocks they pick up on walks. And then when they get home, nobody has any idea that it's gone. And so uh, you do that mom purge that all moms do. And uh, Monica, your story was uh, adult baby diapers, which was during the peak of COVID, you and your husband were out in the car and the baby was in the back. And during COVID, you couldn't use public washrooms anywhere. And you both really had to pee. So you reached into the diaper bag, grabbed two baby diapers, and then you both peed into the baby diapers while still in the car together as a family. Wow. <laughs> Talk about bonding, huh? <laughs> so we uh, back we lo- when we did the exact same thing. I know, I know. Uh, what's up? What's up for grabs today, Mocha? Remind the people. Uh, Lady Gaga, she's hitting Rogers Center on August sixth, so someone is going to get those tickets right now. So Austin, Monica, we left it up to the audience, and uh, they voted, and boy did they ever vote! And today's winner oh, no. for those Lady Gaga tickets is by sixty-two point two percent. 62.2% is adult baby diapers. Congratulations, Monica! And don't worry, the bathrooms there are open. I can confirm that, okay? Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, y'all. Oh, thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ray, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, so Ray is a big fan of the Roz and Mocha Show, Roz. Hello, Ray. And Hi, Ray's Ross. friend, um, I think it was earlier this year, right? Your friend Ken had reached out to us. It's her best friend. And said, hey, can you call Ray for her birthday? Mm-hmm. 
And we did. And we had a great conversation, right, Ray? <laughs> we did. I loved it. <laughs> Made um, my day. <laughs> and then you wanted to return the favor. And then Ray yeah. and I have been DMing, right? Back and forth. Yeah. I wanted to make sure we we talk to you, first of all, to thank you um, for listening to the Raza Mocha Show and also to thank your best friend, Ken, for listening um, because you wanted to kind of return the favor because it was his birthday recently, but unfortunately yeah. he he passed away. Oh, and he Ray, did. And Ray's been feeling like oh, super, super down. So um, yeah. terribly <laughs> sorry for your loss. I know like just on DM, just going back and forth, I know you were really busted up and, and broken up about uh, about the whole thing. Um, yeah. So we just wanted to call to send our condolences to you. Well, well, thank you so much, guys. I really do appreciate it. And he was a massive fan. He passed on um, Good Friday, and then his birthday was on April 25th. How old was he? Uh, 48. 48? Yeah. What, and then did, the he, following what day, did he pass of? He's, uh, he's young, 48 years old. Yeah, I'm actually kidney failure and um, liver failure. Oof. It was a rough... Um, a rough thing at the end. Was that brought was that brought on by something or like how do you how do you yeah. get Yeah, yeah. He was a really great musician actually in Toronto, a bass player. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys ever heard of a band called Black Fly in Toronto that mm. they used to play at the horseshoe all the time. Yeah. Okay. Really great yeah. band and uh yeah, it's a very sad story. And I wanted to say very quickly for you, Roz, um so I also lost my mom a few years ago and um him and my mom were actually quite close. And mm. you often talk about, like, grief with your father and things like that. And I'm just mm. wondering, like, can you give me any advice as to how to kind of push through this? Because, yeah, it's kind of, my heart's really hurting. <laughs> grief is a, geez, grief is a is a tough, tough thing. The, the weird thing about grief, right, is that, you know, you sort of go through it on your own. You, 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 you have people yeah. in your life where you've collectively all lost the same person, but you all lose people differently. And most people can get through it themselves. And I think that the, the thing with grief that you don't know until you're out of, the, out of it, the other side, is that you're built for this, right? You just don't know it. Um, yeah. And that you're, you're built to deal with incredible loss and sadness. And you figure that out, you know, after the fact. And nobody's going to convince you of that when you're in it because it just hurts so much. Uh, but I, yeah. but I, but I will say that when it comes to grief, and you start, I've done so much just reading and research about about grief, and and for me, the you know, there's the sort of you know five famous step stages of grief, but it's not a map, and they don't all happen at once, and and it and it and it, there's no sort of set timeline, and I think that when it comes to grief, you. Um, you have to kind of take it with you and it's something that you're going to deal with daily. It's not like you can say, I can, I, I'm not going to think about it today. I'm not going to think about it today because then it's going to yeah. hurt you twice as much the next day. I think that every day, every day you just have to sort of, you got to take it with you and, um, and eventually, eventually you're going to come to the realization that, um, like everybody asks me all the time, they're like, you, when my dad died, they were like, you know, how long, you know, how long does that sort of last? How long does that pain last? And at the beginning of it, I was like, God, I don't even know. I don't even know. Don't like it, this is going to I have no answers for you right now. It hits everybody different. Yeah. But the the, the, yeah. the answer that I give now is, you know, if somebody ever asks, you know, how long that's going to how long does, does it how long, how long does it hurt after losing somebody like that? And my answer is this. As long as I'm still alive and they're still dead, it's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> you know, and that once you come to that realization, uh, you realize that it's nothing that you have to get over. It's something that you're going to live with and, and you can live with it in a really beautiful way, too. And also, Ray, um, words that a lot of people who, who listen to the Roz and Mocha show um, have lived by or, you know, the famous line that Roz gave that 
resonates with so many people also happens to be the first lines of his memoir coming oh, out yeah. in September, which is... Which is, uh, it never gets better, but it does get easier. And I think that too, too often, too, too many people just sit around waiting for things to get better. And it's not going to get better, but it does get easier. And you're built for this. I love that saying. And I love that uh, a girl called in the other day saying that she's getting it tattooed. She yeah, did. beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, that's on my list now, too. I'm like, I love that saying. It Aww. does resonate hard. Um, and when she said she was getting the tattoo, I was like, that's such an awesome idea. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I hope so those uh, those words uh, helped you out. And I hope by maybe uh, talking to us help comfort you a little bit during this time, Ray. Uh, it definitely did. And, you know, I know he's smiling down right now. Happy that we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Ray. We appreciate you. And we love you. Uh, thank you guys so much. You have a fantastic day. I appreciate All the right. call more than you know. Oh, my God. You take care. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. John, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What is going on with you? How's it going? So uh, I'm trying to get engaged and my family's trying to take over my engagement. Oh, jeez. Okay, you wrote this. Razamoka fixed my life. I've been with my girlfriend for four years now, uh, and I took the big step of purchasing an engagement ring. Now, with this step, I now have so many family members trying to tell me how I need to propose what is best, where it should be done, when it should be done, and now I'm second-guessing on uh, how I plan on doing it. My family's very large, and we do big Italian weddings always. This is equally adds to my stress about finding uh, Finance and paying for the big celebration. How do I tell my family that to let you ultimately do this your way? I, I think so. Your family's trying to take over your proposal. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Why do they all know? Uh, so, you know, when you kind of tell one person, like your mother and then your father, and then they, they have the itch to tell another person and oh another God. person. And another. Yeah, so I went down the rabbit hole of, hey, you know what? I need some help. Uh, do you think it's a good idea to, okay, now everyone has an opinion, uh, an How, idea, and it's just. In your mind, though, John, right? When you wanted to yes. propose to your girl, like you obviously had something, like an idea crafted already, right? Oh, I did. And I'll tell you the idea that I started with that I kind of fumbled back on. So we're going to Mexico in August. I'm like, yeah, I should bring it with me. And then I got fearful because people were saying, no, you shouldn't bring an expensive ring with you over the border. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. God. I'm like, no, we got to get away from that one. Okay. No, you're fine. You should have just stuck with that idea and leave everybody okay. else out of it, man. Okay. And you, I think you still need to leave everybody out of it. This is your engagement. This is your proposal. You need to do it the way you want to do it. That's very true. You need to start setting boundaries now because if your parents are this involved in how you ask your girl to marry you, imagine how insufferable they're going to be when it comes to planning a wedding. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those guys where I'm like, okay, here's the ring, and whatever you guys want to do, you can go for it. I'm okay. I'll no, 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 no. You can't, do, can't that do that. Because <laughs> is she Italian as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, Mamma Mia, you're going to be having like an 800-person wedding then. Oh, yeah. For sure, full, 300 minimum. <laughs> a room full of people that neither of you have met in your entire lives yeah. and will never talk to again. That's very true. So the answer to the question, right, is your family's trying to take over your proposal. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that that's happening, John, is because you let it happen. That's a good way to put it. No, but that's the reason. That's exactly what's happening, though. This is on on you. Yeah. Boundaries. And I know boundaries when you're an adult. Setting boundaries as an adult with your parents is very difficult to do. 
but you have to be able to have these conversations with your mom and dad. Your mom and dad have to respect you enough for you to say, hey, listen, I hear everything you're saying, but you have to know I'm doing this this way. I don't I, I your your advice, your input, everything, all of that stuff is great. But this is my thing. And I need you to say the words to me right now. This is John's thing. OK, they need to respect that. Okay. This is John's thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they need they need to respect that. They really do. And that goes with everything, man. Wait till you get married and then you start talking, kid. Like, all of this stuff. They're going to be so all up in your life at all times. And this is where it starts. Okay, so kind of set boundaries now. So it's yes. help myself in the future. Yeah, yes. Dude, you, you have to, man. Okay, so I'm going to try to stick with my first two ideas, whatever it was. And I'm going to kind of yeah. counterbalance that in my head. And that's it. Now, does your girlfriend uh, have a nutso family, too? Uh, you know what? They're okay. I, I'm going to do the whole proper way of asking them very shortly, but I'm trying to get all the nuts and bolts in place beforehand. Do you have to do that? You got to go and ask permission and stuff like this? No, you don't have to. I just uh, come from that more traditional side just to let them know beforehand. I think you just stick with your original idea or you just said original two ideas. Yeah. yeah. And they got to respect it. At the end of the day, it's, you know, you're the one that's making the proposal, not them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's going my way and sweat a little oh, bit Oh, buddy, it. I feel for you though. With that one. I know you're talking about <laughs> setting boundaries, but yeah. I know we're going to have another conversation with you in the next year or so oh, when you tell us that the wedding planning is completely out of control because your family is trying to run the whole thing. Oh, for sure. You're going to be hearing from me in 365 days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much? It, uh, who, who's paying for this thing, the wedding? Uh, we are. That's the other financial burden that comes with the huge wedding of oh, 300 people. No. Oh, what's yeah. your, what's your bu- What's your budget so far? What are you, uh, what are you so, thinking realistically? stashed away that we can spend in hopes that we get some of it back. Hopefully we have about $80,000. This is uh, you and your girlfriend, soon to be fiance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. We're hoping not to spend it at all, but you know. Bro. If I can give you a little bit of advice, John, and Mm -hmm. I know you both come from a big Italian family. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, don't spend that on the wedding, man. That's what I'm trying not to okay. do. Okay, just don't spend $80,000 on the wedding. Uh, and dude, if I you guys it. are dead set on paying for everything yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Do not accept money from your side of the family or her side of the family, because as soon as that happens... Either side of, of the family are going to say, well, we are paying for some of this, so we get a say in how it's going to happen, how it's going to go down. And that's exactly why we both agreed to save as much as you can, so it's not just us, and that's it. No one can say it. Oh, buddy, congratulations. Good luck. Talk to you in a year. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a great day. <laughs> Later, bro. Take care. Bye. By the way, for uh, anybody wondering, so $80,000 on a wedding, if you invite 300 people to a wedding, yeah. each person has to give you a minimum of $266 to just make it back. Oh. Now, that's not including the people that show up with a toaster and that other couple that brings a $100 gift card to William Sonoma. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like, you're, it's a sucker's game. It's a sucker's game. You get your two bottles of barbecue yeah. sauce. Yes. <laughs> Metal chopsticks. Thanks. Bras and mochas fix my life. On Kiss. Go, Leafs, go. Game two, baby. 730 Scotiabank Arena. You know Maple Leaf Square is going to be crazy. 
you know the city of Toronto, everyone's going to be watching who's not at the game. It's going to be nuts. We've done this in the past when there's a hot matchup um, in the NHL in the playoffs where we get one super fan from one city, in this case from Toronto, and another super fan from the team they're going against, in this case Tampa Bay, and sort of let them fight it out on the mm. phone. And we just sit back and do very little uh, and let them go. And, man, game one, they said it was at the potential to be violent. And it was, it was an awesome game and the Leafs crushed Tampa Bay. And so we, this is going to, I'm so looking forward to having these two guys on the phone. Don Patsku, how are you? It's Razamoka. Hey, it's uh, good talking to you. All right, right uh, Don, big Leafs fan and uh, Frank Fury out there in Tampa Bay. What's up? It's Razamoka. What's cooking boys? Right on. Okay. Say? okay. Hang on. Hang on a second, Mr. <laughs> Fury. Hang on. Uh, so, uh, so Don, you are the manager of a sports bar called the penalty box. You live and breathe Leafs. Frank Fury. Uh, you are down in Tampa. You are Tampa Bay's number one fan. So uh, let's start with you, uh, Frank Fury. Uh, what was your take on game one? Monday night, uh, I got to take my hats off to the uh, Leafs. What do you want to say? It's game one. Oh. If you were going to win awards after game one, you'd be the champ every year, no? Okay, Don, how did you <laughs> how did you feel after game one? Well, I feel a heck of a lot better than uh, if we had lost. So uh, we played a really great game, and uh, as Frank said, it's only one game. We still have to win three more, so it's a process. Okay, so so Frank, um, let Don know uh, wh- how, what you feel the Leafs are going to be in for uh, in game two. Well, the Lightning need to wake up. Uh, I don't like any of the lines. Uh, the, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs on Monday night played their hearts. On their sleeve, they they came out to play. That's the bottom line. It looked like the Lightning was sleeping. Well, Don, what do you think that Frank and the rest of the Tampa Bay fans need to uh, to know about uh, going into Game Two? Well, this Leafs team is a lot different than the ones in the years gone by. You you lose you win eventually through the losses that you've had in the past. And uh, I truly like the the chances of the Leafs this year. Don't get me wrong, this Tampa team is uh, the you know the uh, Stanley Cup champions for the last two years. They got a tremendous team. But um, this Leafs team is outstanding as well. What are your thoughts, Don, on Corey Perry? I've seen Corey play, Perry play for many, many years, and I think frustration set in at the very end of the game. Line well, brawl, you well. don't see too many of them anymore, but uh, I, I'll, I'm going to reserve judgment on Corey no, Perry. Until no, after no, 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 no. There is no reserving judgment, Don. <laughs> No, after we win our fourth game, then I'll say what I want to say. Oh, Frank, you cool oh, with that? Okay. You cool with that, Frank? I want to know, do you guys wear a black patch uh, on the on the front of your jerseys that say first round? Oh. <laughs> hey, Frank, how many Cubs have you seen for Tampa? I've seen all three. Um, three. You, if you're old enough, you remember the uh, Dead Sea when it was only six. So 1967 is a long time. You know why that's irrelevant to me. The fact is, I've seen four, so I trump you by one. <laughs> okay, I'm happy. So there you go, four to three. I'm ahead of you. You're not going to get the fourth this year. That's a guarantee. All right, yeah, I, I love a challenge. A side, I like this too. Bet. They'll give you my I number. We'll it. make a side bet. You got it. <laughs> All right, brother. You come up to my bar anytime. Okay. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. You come down to Tampa. I'll show you a great time. Uh, perfect. Now, like I, I like said, it. after game four, all that might change. Yeah, you guys are not supposed to be best friends by the end of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I still like our chances. Easy. If, if Don's going to go down to Tampa and wake up with no wallet, no pants in the back of a van somewhere. 
I'll introduce him to every Florida man out there. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, game two, uh, 7.30, Scotiabank Arena, Leafs and <laughs> Tampa Bay. Uh, Frank Fury and Don Patsku, thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Moga Show. We are going to check in with you guys uh, after the next game as well, okay? Perfect. God, it might All be right. a different type of phone call, so watch your back, Don. Frank, <laughs> uh, listen, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. No problem. You guys All are right. the best. Love you both. Thanks, guys. Okay. Right on. Take care. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So here we are. Uh, game three day. Tonight's the night, 730 in Tampa. Series is now tied at one. Leafs and Lightning, of course, is what we're talking about. Uh, we have uh, two huge fans. One giant Leafs fan, uh, Don Patsku, the manager of the Penalty Box Sports Bar. And then down in Tampa Bay, Frank Fury, Tampa Bay's number one fan. Fellas, what's going on? How are we feeling today? Doing great. How are you? Doing good. Uh, good. Frank, your thoughts on the last game? Oh, come on. The lines were changed up. Players played a little more hard. Now it becomes the best of five. It's so sunny and shiny here in Tampa. I'm excited for the boys to get on the ice tonight. Now it becomes the best of five with us having home the field advantage. I love it. Okay, uh, Don, what were your thoughts on uh, on game two? Well, we got to stay out of the box, number one. You know, seven times in the box. In that game, five the previous game, that's 12 power plays, including a major. So I'm telling you, the Leafs are shooting themselves in the foot. But to coin a phrase, I'm going up against Frank now. I mean, I understand it's all tied, et cetera, et cetera. But to coin a phrase, uh, I don't care about the lines being changed or what have you. To take it from your coach, Mr. Cooper, we just made it too damn easy for you guys. <laughs> Frank, you think that? You think that the Leafs handed you guys this one? No, not at all. I mean, listen. The, the refs just blew another whistle, so you want to stay out of that penalty box. Um, but I was talking more along the lines, Frank, about your coach saying after game one, uh, Leafs didn't play particularly well. We made them look good. So I'm saying the exact same thing. Oh, I, I see you. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah Mr. I, I Cooper agree with invented that. the game of hockey. We know that, you know? <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, jealousy sets in. It, it's rough. Like I said, you were riding your horse to school with the last time the, uh, the Leafs won the Stanley Cup. And that's the reason why they built the Hall of Fame out there for you guys. So you can continue Frank, to look at that. Cup. Frank, I watched that game in 67. Uh, Frank, uh, the game in 67, I watched in color. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but guess so, what? Like, not to defend Frank or anything, but he watched all three of the titles with Tampa in HD. Yeah, that, that's yeah. quite possible. But guess what? <laughs> I watched four, so that still trumps him by one. Okay, oh, hey Frank. Uh, well, one thing I want to get into here, Frank, is that there's a reality going into Game Three, which is in Tampa, which we all know Tampa is basically Toronto South. And that place may be cheering just as loud for the Leafs as it ever has for Tampa Bay. And you know that. Listen, that's during the regular season when I sell my season tickets to you fools and I go enjoy myself in the pool. <laughs> not going to happen during the play. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. One final thought from each of you. Uh, Don Patsku, who is a major Leafs fan, and Frank Fury, a major Tampa Bay fan, uh, before game three tonight at 730. Don, your final words for Frank. Well, I think that you're going to see a lot more Leafs fans that Frank is thinking is, you know, are going to be there. There's going to be a lot of uh, Leaf contingent, and I truly predict the Leaf victory tonight. All right, Frank. Uh, I'm going to go with a uh, five for two victory, Lightning, and Cooch is going to have two goals.
All right. Oh, wow. Hey, Don, Hey, Don. give us a score. Uh, Leafs, 4-2. Matthews with two. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. There we well, go. Amazing. Right. Uh, Frank Fury, Don Patsku, uh, hopefully we'll check in with you in the next couple of days. But game time is 7.30 tonight. Leafs and Lightning in Tampa Bay. Frank, I'm sorry you have to hear me say this, but we're in Toronto. So go, Leafs, go! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, everybody's got their own tequila, huh? Mm-hmm. So The Rock has it. One of the Jenners has it, which she got in trouble for. And everybody else is allowed to have their own tequila, but one of the Jenner girls got in trouble. Yeah, Kendall. She has her Kendall. Eight, 818. I haven't tried that one. I've tried hey, both every, of The Rock's ones. Yeah. How are The Rock's ones? Smooth as hell. George are they Clooney's really? is awesome. I haven't and tried that's the, right, the Clooney, Clooney one. Yeah, Clooney yeah. has... Luda, they all got tequilas. Uh, so Chris Ra, uh, sorry, Kevin Hart is the latest star now to get into the world of I need my own tequila. Mm. And it's like, and the name of the tequila, first of all, it's the longest name for any alcohol ever. Um, but it's like the most Chris Rock thing because it's Kevin Hart. So sorry, Kevin Hart. Yeah, my bad. Listen to this. I didn't just put my name on this. This is real for me. I love tequila. Love it so much that I had to make my own. But love will only take you so far. You want great? You go out and get great. In this case, 11 generations worth of great. This is Grand Coromino Tequila Cristalino. Oh, Grand Coromino <laughs> Cristalino Camino? Yeah, what? Yeah. El Camino? Yeah, Grand Cor- Cor- it's Grand Corlino Tequila Cristalino, I think oh. is what it's called. <laughs> I can't... I can't- wait to see like because kevin hart and the rock have such a great relationship great friendship and anytime they get together it's always battle right so i can't Uh, wait to see the two of them battle it out on ig with uh with their tequilas i can't drink tequila man no 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 because tequila to me like like to me when i have if i have tequila it's not an alcohol, like it's a narcotic. Like tequila does different things to my body than any other alcohol. Like I don't have that thing that makes me enjoy tequila. Like to me, tequila is poison. All tequila is poison. Like it doesn't make me feel drunk. It just, it does stuff to my head. It's yeah. wild. Can't drink it. I think it. Uh, for me, when I smell tequila, it some of them have such a strong smell. It reminds me of throwing up. Because I remember, oh. like one time, and I you had drink it. Yeah, I had like w- like way too much tequila, and I threw up. And it always, anytime I smell, like the first initial smell of tequila, it always takes me back to that time when I threw up after drinking way too much tequila. But I found that some of the, not to say I'm a baller, but some of the pricier tequilas, they don't yeah. have that strong of a scent, right? So that's right. the stuff that I could I could manage. I have that same bit, problem with better. orange juice. <laughs> oh yeah hey the Maury, one time i drank too many screwdrivers oh geez yeah, maury what would uh if you were to create if you if somebody came to you and said we want to do a signature alcohol with you would it be like what like sourpuss sourpuss absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah man cormelino sourpuss or whatever it's called sourpussalino <laughs> 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Mocha. Uh-huh. Are uh, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break.
Ellen DeGeneres uh, thanks her viewers after she taped her final episode yesterday. Uh, she went on Instagram to say, we taped our final episode of the Ellen DeGeneres show, which airs on May 26. When we started the show in 2003, the iPhone didn't exist. Social media didn't exist. Gay marriage wasn't legal. We watched the world change, sometimes for the better, sometimes not. Being invited into your lives has been the greatest privilege of my life and has brought me incredible joy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So that is from Ellen DeGeneres. And then over on James Corden, kind of a shock last night which is this is how james started his show um i've decided to sign for one more year on the show and that this will be this will be my last year hosting the late late show don't you dare (laughs) this will be my last year hosting the show um you know when when i when i when i started this when i started this journey it was always going to be just that it was going to be a journey an adventure. I, I never saw it as my final destination, you know, and I, I never want this show to overstay its welcome in any way. I always want to love making it. And uh, I really think in a year from now, that'll be a good time to, to move on and, and see what else might be out there. Okay. But I got to tell you, we're not leaving today. We still have a year and there'll be, there'll be tears. There'll be so many tears. Um, because this has been the hardest decision I've ever had to make. It really has. I've... So uh, a lot no of people James... thought that's what you were going to announce. What? That I was big taking James Corden's show? No, that you were going <laughs> to announce your retirement. Oh, you imagine <laughs> Ross doing carpool karaoke? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I'm like, I would announce you guys, Jabron. I wouldn't be here right now. Please, I wouldn't even announce that. I just buy a plane ticket. See you later, suckers. You'd be sitting in a Rolls Royce with Celine Dion. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, but uh, but the, the they're going to miss because Corden is really the viral machine that drives late night. Yeah. You know, with viewership down and the the, the competition between the Jimmy, all of this stuff, it's really James Corden who that show and their producers and the, the games and the bits and carpool karaoke, all the sort of original things that they came up with uh, really took off. And his average as far as what caught is like back in the day when Letterman was doing that kind of stuff where he was doing like, you know, stupid human tricks and stupid pet tricks and the, the dumb top 10 list. Like they had all these original ideas mm-hmm. that really, really took off. And it was difficult for anybody else to in late night. Nobody wanted to compete in that world. So they just did interviews and jokes and a monologue. And then James Corden came around and he just went back to that. And then everybody else had to do that too. I wonder and if he Corden's, signed his like people another just deal do with best. something. I don't know. Like to do like a... So, like a show with Netflix or Prime? Maybe, or- maybe. That may be it. I had said early on that, uh, but it's not going to happen. But the, the the production company behind Ellen DeGeneres, whoever syndicates that show, really should have thrown whatever money they had at, at James Corden to take over daytime because oh, he would have yeah, just ruled yeah, daytime yeah. forever. Absolutely. Doing all that stuff, all of everything on his show translates to to daytime. Yeah. But only he's great friends with all the biggest stars. Like sure. he he would be that sort of Ellen. But, uh, but yeah, so no more James Corden. He's but got James one year Corden, left. His company also is the one that did the whole... Adele special, like his company produces stuff as well. Yeah, right? but he, there's vanity involved though. He's not on television when Adele's standing on stage. He needs yeah. to be on TV. Yeah, totally. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Johnny Depp, his salaries for the movies he had done, so they were talking to his agent and trying to figure out what Johnny Depp, they were alluding to what he had lost monetarily because of the allegations that Amber Heard brought against him. And so they just wanted to get a sense of what he makes per movie. And 
the Pirates movies had ended before this. He hadn't done a movie since then. So these were mid-level to sort of smaller films that he had done. I think the biggest was the Fantastic Beast movie. Uh, But this is Johnny's agent talking about what he made while filming movies between 27 and I think 2020 was the release dates of all these. What was Mr. Depp's compensation for City of Lies? I believe it was $8 million. What was Mr. Depp's compensation for murder on the Orient Express? If my memory serves me, I think it was $10 million. What was Mr. Depp's compensation for crimes of Grindelwald? I think it was $13.5 million. And backing up a bit, Mr. Wiggum, uh, what was the first business opportunity you were able to secure for Mr. Depp? So I believe it was the professor, I believe. How much compensation, if any, did he receive for performing in that smaller film, The Professor. That deal was uh, three and a half million. What was Mr. Depp paid for Waiting for the Barbarians? One million dollars. How much was Mr. Depp ultimately paid for Minamata? It was three million dollars. Wow, wow. <laughs> so that's uh, 38 and a half mil. Yeah. Everything yeah. that he just rhymed it's off. Not, not bad, huh? Ooh. And he would, make, he would make all of that for doing one of those Pirates oh, movies for yeah, sure, easily, right? Easily, easily. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um, Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This is the prequel to the Hunger Games. will be directed by the same director, uh, Francis Lawrence, who did Catching Fire, Mockingjay Part 1 and Mockingjay Part 2, set for release November 17th. So this is, I guess, when Snow, President Snow, is 18. So it's pre-Hunger Games. It's like the first round of Hunger Games before they get to Katniss. Do we see how they created the Hunger Games? Maybe how it all came to be? No, because I... How many Hunger Games... When we get to the Katniss series, I don't remember. I'm not a Hunger Games expert. three? But I don't know. No, 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 no. No, because this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. Because Snow Snow was in the Hunger Games, and Snow's old in the Hunger Games. Right, but if this is when he was eighteen, maybe we're going to see how it all came. How it all we started. may, we may, we may, we may get that. But uh, but so that is set for release November seventeenth. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Andrew Garfield clarifying comments that he made yesterday with regards to taking a break from acting. So that was the big headline: is that Andrew Garfield? He had a hell of a year. He had Isa Tammy Faye, Tick Tick Boom, Spider Man, all those things last year. So it made sense that he would take a break. So this is Andrew Garfield today clarifying what he. Had said. No, I literally said I'm gonna take, I'm gonna rest, I'm gonna have like a holiday, and I think you know people, yeah. you know, just make a story out of, of nothing. But no, I um, it's been I've been working hard, and I've been loving the work I've been doing, but also, you know, I need to take a month or so, a month, yeah. a month of a break, maybe two. Break. Now I like Andrew Garfield, right? But we are doing what we do for a living. We always get accused of just that, making a story out of nothing. You always hear that. Ugh, blown so out of proportion, making a story out of nothing. So let's go back and hear what Andrew Garfield said yesterday. I'm just so fortunate, and I, I am going to take a break though. I'm going to rest for a little bit, and I need mm. to kind of recalibrate and reconsider what I want to do next and who I want to be, and just be a bit of a person for a while. Yeah. Okay. Taking a break from what you do for a living and just going on vacation for a month are two completely different things. When you when you start including in that, I just want to see what kind of person I am. Okay. Yeah. That's not a month when you when you. What he should have said today is, I could see how it was taken out of context. No. What he should have said the other day was, I'm going on vacation for a month. Thank you. Right. Not taking a break (laughs) to see what's out there. Find out what kind of person I am. This is all self reflective self-improvement stuff that is 
not a vacation. Yeah. Like it's not, a, you're not, it's not a long weekend. So we understood that as, you know, some sort of extended break, which is, I think everybody's fine with like that. Like when Ryan, Ryan Reynolds announced that he was taking a break. Like he legit right. said, like, I'm taking this amount of time off yes. for these reasons. Right. Right. Like I'm not going to be working. I already no. do a lot of work. Like Andrew Garfield, bro, like because you're going to screw off to Cabo for a month. Oh, geez. Excuse me. Oh, like that's that. vacation. Look at look at Mocha. Mocha's living in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously he's going to Cabo. <laughs> yep. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, uh, Amber Heard is set to testify uh, this week if everything goes well. This down in Virginia for the uh, fifty million dollar defamation case that uh, Johnny Depp launched against her. Of course, she countersued for a hundred million dollars. Uh, it's not looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so she fired the other day her crisis management team. If you wonder, we've talked about this. Remember when Will Smith did the whole slap and all that stuff? Oh, right? who could forget? So when we were saying that you were watching this world play out in real time, how somebody can do something awful, and then collectively there's an organization behind each of those individuals that makes this stuff go away. They disappear it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, part of that are these crisis management teams. And Amber Heard was working with a uh, company called Precision Strategies that she fired because she, quote, doesn't like the bad headlines she's been getting from the trial saying that she was frustrated with her story not being told effectively. These are the people that go and they change the narrative, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then so she hired another company to kind of take over, but it's super rare for somebody to make this switch like in the middle of an actual crisis. The, the company she fired, by the way, was co-founded by Obama's ex-advisor and deputy campaign manager. Oh, wow. And they are known as one of the best crisis firms in the world, but they can't rewrite the history of what happened because... Amber Heard did not want cameras in the courtroom. She Mm -hmm. fought like hell to move it out of that jurisdiction. Johnny Depp desperately wanted cameras in the courtroom. Amber Heard lost. And I don't know how you fix, like it's gotten to the point now, especially after the, she pooped in the bed and then went to Coachella because she was mad at him. Like, like there's now, like I saw a picture of a dog, right? And you know when people put, like, like they put notes in front of their dogs and stuff, sure, right? Like, you know, disciplining them or it wasn't me or all this stuff, right? So I saw one where there's a big piece of cardboard in front of a German shepherd and I guess there was poop somewhere and all the cardboard read was it was Amber Heard. <laughs> oh no. Right? You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. a meme now. You can't fix that. No crisis management team is going to be able to reverse that. Like but you are they, already that. How does a crisis management team go through and fix headlines of stuff that's being played out in court Be- because well the, that's see the whole thing was is right? that if cameras weren't in the courtroom they well, would guess, be able yeah. to at the end of the day launch this barrage of headlines and notes from the trial because we wouldn't have seen it right that so would be in her favor that would totally be in her favor right. exactly so that's what she's trying to do now but uh, she could take the stand Damn. as uh, as early as tomorrow i think it was good luck the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, part of the big cuts at Netflix, because if you remember uh, two weeks ago, Netflix said that they lost 200,000 subscribers and that number is only going to go down, not up. And one of the casualties was Netflix quietly dropped 
Pearl, which was the working title for the animated series that was created by Meghan Markle. Because if you remember, Meghan Markle and Harry signed a deal in 2020 with Netflix to create scripted series, docuseries, uh, documentaries, features, and children's programming. And Pearl was their first animated show Mm. for kids that they were doing, uh, executive produced by David Furnish as well. And I think the description was um, that centers around the adventures of a 12-year-old girl who finds inspiration in a variety of influential women throughout history kind of thing. So like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure sure. kind of thing, but animated. Uh, but dead, gone. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So if they're like... But that, they, just that show, not their actual deal. No, but this was their first project. Oh, no. They could go to Amazon. Right? No, because they're no, signed they're to signed Netflix. Netflix. I know, but if they drop it, doesn't that give uh, somebody else an option to buy it? No, 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 no. no. Not when you were creating a show for Netflix. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like they were, they weren't, they weren't creating a show and then trying to sell it. They already had the deal with Netflix. So yeah, so no Meghan Markle show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sean Mendez was uh, co-hosting with Jimmy Fallon on Friday night. Uh, Do you want to hear some of the jokes or do you want to hear Sean talking about uh, social media? Yeah, I want to hear how funny he is. So he, uh, he walked out and uh, joined Jimmy for some of the monologue. Hey, you want to try some monologue? Yeah, sure. Let's do it, guys. Well, I heard that this year New York City is getting 60 new electric buses. Yeah, electric buses, or as they're also known, subways. Uh, How about this one? Try this. Yeah, hey, I saw that a new poll said that every average American sets four different alarms to wake up in the morning. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know. The poll also found that the average person's spouse says, if that goes off a fifth time, we're getting a divorce. Yep. Four alarms. Everyone's like, we don't know why we're so tired. And then they went back. Scrolling TikTok till 3 a.m. Yeah, of course. That's what we all do. Uh, Listen to this. Uh, A professional soccer player in England is missing a game tomorrow because he got a cotton swab stuck in his ear. Johnson Johnson was like, can we have one good day of PR? Please. <laughs> Just one. Just I mean, one. He, he could remove the Q-tip, but he's not allowed. No hands. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's kind of we'll, weak we'll get, we'll get other. We'll get to the other that... clip later. Uh, Maury, what do you think of his delivery? Well, his delivery was great, but for the first two, let the guy have the punchline. Oh, I get like you. Like, he set it up, but, like, come on, That's man. where I thought it was going. I get you. I they get you. Jimmy should have let him have the first couple of jokes, like, on his own. Right. And just react. Right, right. And then right. maybe right. maybe team up for the rest. I just thought the, the writing was just Okay, go, go to clip number two, then, because they did another comedy bit where this is with Sean Mendez uh, reading thank you notes. And okay. I, I, I'm Maury, as, as the comedian, Maury. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're And welcome. huge Sean Mendez fan. Yes, so I want to get your, your thoughts on his delivery on this. Thank you, Top Gun Maverick, for being the movie version of a chest bump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, nice. Thank you, Spotify logo, for looking like three worms decided to spoon each other. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. one. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> That was a good one. I like that one. You like that? One? Yeah. That was <laughs> super. Making you look bad. On no, no, that was a great one. <laughs> Thank you, windshield wipers, for letting my car dance to hip hop hooray. <laughs> <laughs> See, they so gave him better writing yeah, there, yeah. right? Like, I think his delivery is kind of oh, good. His but, delivery uh, was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, water. For always being the perfect duet partner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See? Not bad. Yeah. Like yeah. when they give him no, good punchlines. Are perfect together. Yeah. yeah it's you a, look good with water. Too. No, but it always. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, it always rains whenever rains you perform. And, yeah. 
Yeah, indoors. Yeah. <laughs> you see? Really unbelievable. My sleeves are never on either. Yeah, no, exactly right. Uh, Okay. Yeah, that's like he's good with what's written for him, and then when he has to ad lib, eh. yeah. But I think that was more Jimmy than it was Sean, though. To but be honest with fantastic. you, Sean, Jimmy wasn't giving them much, right? No, no. Uh, anyway, that was uh, Sean Mendes Friday night with uh, Jimmy Fallon. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Washington D.C. was fancy this weekend. It was the uh, annual, uh, the return of the White House Correspondents' Dinner. More than two thousand journalists joined uh, all the celebs and the president and everybody else in the room. Where they haven't done this in a while. One because of COVID, and two because Trump didn't go. So this was the first time a president actually went to the Correspondents' Dinner. Gotcha. Uh, for the first time in like six years. Uh, Trevor Noah talking about the, the sort of elephant in the room was that all the journalists in that room have spent the last two years lecturing people on uh, masks and lecturing people on COVID and lecturing people on super spreader events and lecturing people on all this stuff. And yet they get an invite to go and have dinner with the president they're all like yep it is my great honor to be speaking tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader events yeah exactly <laughs> no for real people what are we doing here let's be honest what are we doing like did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner nothing huh? oh no like do you read any of your own newspapers i mean oh. i expect this from sean hannity but the rest of you what are you doing here you guys spent the last two years telling everyone the importance of wearing masks and avoiding large indoor gatherings. Then the second someone offers you a free dinner, mm-hmm. you all turn into Joe Rogan. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean, Dr. Fauci dropped out. That should have been a pretty big sign. Fauci thought it was too dangerous to come tonight. Pete Davidson thinks it's okay. <laughs> and we all went with Pete. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he also, a part of the, the correspondence dinner, of course, is uh, you get to roast the president when you're the, the host of the correspondence dinner. I'll be honest, if you didn't come, I totally would have understood. Yeah. Yeah, because these people have been so hard on you, which I don't get. I really don't. You know, I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up. Oh, no. Everything. <laughs> president Biden's lack of a filter does get him into hot water sometimes. You know, last month he caused a huge international incident saying that Vladimir Putin should be removed from power. It was very, very upsetting to Russia. Yeah, until someone explained to them that none of the stuff Biden wants actually gets done. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's why Trump never wants to go. I know. Do you want to hear Biden? Because Biden got up and did a couple jokes. Do you want to really? hear? Yeah. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear Biden? Okay. Let's play Biden. Let's play Biden. I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. <laughs> oh damn! This is the first time the president attended this dinner in six years. It's understandable. We had a horrible plague. Followed by two years of COVID. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Biden. Tonight, we come here to answer a very important question in everybody's mind. Why in hell are we still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> and folks, I'm not really here to roast the GOP. That's not my style. Besides, there's nothing I can say about the GOP that Kevin McCarthy hasn't already put on tape. <laughs> you know... At the same time, a lot of people say the Republican Party is too extreme, too divisive, too controlled by one person. But Republicans <laughs> seem to support one fellow, 
some guy named Brandon. He's having a really good year. That's the whole I'm let's, let's go Brandon it. thing. Oh, right. right. The, let's yeah. go Brandon. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah, fine. Do you fine. think, do you think the president, fine, yeah. does he have to, obviously he didn't write those jokes, right? No. He had a, a writer. Now, does he approve of everything before he starts saying it? Or was it like gone, has it gone through like multiple approvals before it makes it to him saying, hey, just so you know, this has been vetted. I and- don't know how much of anything they allow Biden to approve these days, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> stand up there and read Gramps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they gave him one. You know, yeah. you, you, why don't you approve this one? But uh, but no, I don't think he's doing much these. Uh, I don't think he's doing much these days. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Bill Murray. So the controversy with Bill Murray was that he was doing this shoot called Being Mortal for this. Uh, he was shooting this movie. It's Aziz Ansari's new movie. Aziz is uh, starring in it, writing it, and then making his directorial debut. And production was shut down because of quote unquote inappropriate conduct on the side of Bill Murray. And so Bill Murray was at an event over the weekend and sort of broke down what went down, what he did to get that production shut down. There's a difference. of We had a difference of opinion. I had a difference of opinion with a woman I'm working with. Um, I did something I thought was funny and it wasn't taken that way. Uh, um, the company, the movie studio wanted to do the right thing. So they wanted to check it all out, investigate it and and so they stopped the production. But um, as of now, we're talking and we're trying to make peace with each other. I think that's where the real issue is, is between our peace. Um, we're both professionals. We like each other's work. I, we like each other, I think. And if we can't really get along and trust each other, there's no point in going further working together or, or, or making a movie as well. It's, uh, it's, been an edu- it's been quite an education for me. I've been nothing been doing not much else but thinking about it for the last week or two and um i feel like if i don't uh if i don't see that you know the world's different than it was when i was a little kid you know what i always thought was funny as a little kid isn't necessarily the same as what's funny now Hmm. things change and uh, the times change so uh it's important for me to figure it out and i i think the most important thing is that it's best for the other person I thought about it, and they figured if it's not best for the other person, it doesn't matter what how, what happens for me. And didn't wow. they say, like, on set, like, he rubs women's arms and, like, pets their hair and stuff like mm-hmm. that? Because that's just sort of like, oh, it's just the way Bill is. Yeah. And then for, it's you like know, for dec- jokey. Yeah, and they let him, you know, he just does that stuff for decades until somebody says something, and then he's like, oh, the world is changing. And then you're like, no, somebody just decided to finally call you out, right? Yeah. On this behavior that's been yeah, happening for decades. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Pete Davidson got a tattoo and probably ruined Kanye West's weekend. <laughs> what do you mean? So Pete Davidson, right on his neck, he got the letters uh, K, N, S, C, and P right across his neck right there. Hold on. Say it again. Yeah. K, 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 N, S, C, and P. Yeah. Right across his neck. Just in like, we're not even like a fancy font. Just like, it looks like his hand drawn on there, to be honest with you. Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, no. Okay, Kanye. No, it's worse. Worse than Kanye? Yeah, worse. Kanye. 
So what people no. are saying, oh, what, Kanye's no, it's worse. Not no, it's worse. What people are saying that the the K N S C N P stand for is Kim North Saint Chicago yes. and Psalm. Kanye's kids. No, there is no way, Pete Davidson. Bro, it's there on his neck. Wow. Okay, listen. (laughs) Right from the jump, okay. I was on Pete's side, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big, was a big Kanye West fan. Yeah. But I was on Pete's side in this whole ordeal. Yeah, this move right here is yeah. taking it a little too far, uh, in so my opinion. He was on stage doing stand-up for the first time in like three years or something like that the other day, and this was for the Netflix as a joke, their big comedy special that was supposed to happen a couple of years ago, but they're putting it together now. Uh, and it was the first time he's made mention of all the taunting and bullying uh, on behalf of Kanye. Remember when Kanye said that uh, Pete Davidson has AIDS? Yeah. So Pete was on jo- uh, on stage, and he goes, uh, I went to the doctor to be tested for AIDS. Um, think because he thought maybe he had it because Kanye was quote unquote a genius and he was told by the doctor, no, you don't have AIDS. You just look like it. Oh, no, Pete Davidson. (laughs) And then he went on. Now, he did a bunch of Kanye jokes as far as, like, sort of being in that world, but no mention of Kim Kardashian at all. Mm. And he was saying that he referenced a picture. There was a picture at a a basketball game in uh, 2021 where it was um, Pete Davidson, Chris Rock, and Jon Stewart. And he said that, uh, you know, since then, he's had, you know, Kanye decapitated him. Uh, Chris Rock got slapped, and he said Jon Stewart should watch his back. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, so that was it. I just looked on Kanye's uh, IG mm-hmm. and he scrubbed everything. Like there's no yeah, post, yeah, nothing. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. didn't know if maybe he would have addressed it by now. Mm-hmm. Yo, Pete, if that is true, Pete Davidson, like yeah. you don't go and do that, man. Hey, I, I don't, I don't like that. So according to TMZ, uh, Amber Heard's role in Aquaman, and 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 so TMZ is is quoting Grace Randolph, who's known to get some really solid comic book movie scoops. Mm-hmm. And Grace Randolph says that Amber apparently will be in less than ten minutes of the new Aquaman. Aquaman movie. Whoa, so they just went in and just edit, edit, edit. And when James Wan wrapped the film, he posted a picture of himself with Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson, the other star of the movie, and did a whole, hey, we're all wrapped. It was wonderful. It was awesome. No mention of Amber Heard in his post. Now here, I want to, you, my my two people on this show who are most picky about uh, the the sort of um, optics of social media, damn it, Maury and Deepa. (laughs) What people were freaking out about was that Jason Momoa hasn't posted anything about Amber Heard, even when they wrapped the movie. Mm-hmm. But Jason Momoa did follow Johnny Depp on Instagram. Okay, so Deepa, does that say something? A hundred percent. That yeah. says everything that you need to know. Okay, more you feel the same way? Oh, absolutely. By the way, 10 minutes in Aquaman is still more than Zendaya was in Dune. That's true. Wait till Dune 2, though. That's going to be all Zendaya, that movie. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So according to TMZ, uh, Amber Heard's role in Aquaman, and and, and so TMZ is, is quoting Grace Randolph, who's known to get some really solid comic book movie scoops. Mm-hmm. And Grace Randolph says that Amber apparently will be in less than 10 minutes of the new Aquaman movie. Whoa, so they just went in and just edit, edit, edit. And when James Wan wrapped the film, he posted a picture of himself with Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson, the yeah. other star of the movie, sure. and did a whole, hey, we're all wrapped. It was 
was wonderful. It was awesome. No mention of Amber Heard in his post. Now here, I want to uh, you uh, my my two people on this show who are most picky about uh, the the sort of um, optics of social media. Damn it, Maury and Deepa. <laughs> what people were freaking out about was that Jason Momoa hasn't posted anything about Amber Heard, even when they wrapped a movie. Mm-hmm. But Jason Momoa did follow Johnny Depp on Instagram. Okay, so Deepa, does that say something? A hundred percent. That yeah. says everything that you need to know. Okay, more you feel the same way? Oh, absolutely. By the way, 10 minutes in Aquaman is still more than Zendaya was in Dune. That's true. Wait till Dune 2, though. That's going to be all Zendaya, that movie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sir Drew Barrymore is apologizing now for, I guess, making light of the Johnny Depp trial. So this was what Drew Barrymore had to say on her show when she was uh, riffing on it with Anthony Anderson. I am on the feeder. It's like one layer of crazy. It's a seven-layer dip of insanity. It's, <laughs> it's truly amazing just to sit back and read the transcripts of what they've done to each other. Every night I get in bed and I'm like, dude's like, this needs to be on TV. He lost the fingertip. He drew his name in blood on the wall. How about the burnt body and why a Honda Civic? Yeah. Yes. the Honda Civic? Well, you know the next day at Honda, they all came into the office and they were like, why did he pick us? <laughs> It's just it's mater- it's just yes. material. It's just anyway. Uh, so everybody funny. went in on poor Drew Barrymore, oh, and then girl. she was forced to post this video. Hi, um, it has come to my attention um, that I have um, offended uh, people uh, with uh, making light of uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and for that, I just want to deeply apologize and appreciate everyone who spoke out because this can be a teachable moment for me and how I move forward and how I conduct myself. Um, I can be a more thoughtful and better person moving forward because all I want to do is be a good person. And um, I very much uh, appreciate the depth of this and um, I will grow and change from it. And I thank everyone for helping me grow along the way and teaching me. Thank you. Is there any I one person that called Drew Barrymore out that truly believes in their heart that Drew Barrymore is a bad person? No. I didn't find anything wrong with right? what Right. You know, like, you can't, you can't make... God, if we're dragging Drew Barrymore, how far down the hole have we all right. gone? It's Drew Barrymore, for God's sake. You can't make jokes? Well, first of all, that I understand there's certain things that you don't want to joke about, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's a serious matter. It's domestic abuse. Uh, but there's a ridiculousness to this trial that you can't help but be amazed by. Like when, when they had that guy on the stand and they asked him 55 times if he ever, Amber Heard ever saw Amber Heard wearing makeup. Like to me, that's like one question. Sure. Right? But all that time, 35 minutes of that, and then he starts vaping in the car, and the witness starts driving away. Like, the whole Wait, thing was crazy. Like, the part when he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore, and he takes and, off. And, and, Yeah, and also, I love the way that they ask questions. These questions that these lawyers ask are so ridiculous. So, when they were talking about Paul Bettany, I don't know if you saw this part, but the way lawyers ask questions is so crazy to me. So, Johnny Depp, friends with Paul Bettany, uh-huh. right? Vision from WandaVision. 
And Johnny Depp and has done drugs in the past and had made reference to doing drugs in the past with Paul Bettany. And the lawyer asked the question, he looks at Johnny Depp and he goes, so would you consider um, Paul Bettany to be a friend that you've done drugs with? <laughs> and Johnny Depp's like, well, I mean, that's a weird way to ask that question. He's a friend. Yeah. And yeah, but like that's how they ask everything, uh-huh. right? And Johnny Depp, um, when they were talking to him, he's like, uh, so Johnny Depp, now you look at that picture right now. So that is a small box. And uh, uh, you used to carry that box around with you. And inside that box uh, was cocaine. And then Johnny Depp goes, yeah, that looks about the size of a box that could hold cocaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the whole thing is ridiculous. There's a ridiculousness to this that you can't help be like, oh, my God, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And however Drew Barrymore wants to process what's going on, I don't think Drew Barrymore is being insensitive. But, my God, you can't drag the woman for it. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, 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 uh, Leafs win, Leafs win, Leafs win. Big game last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, Play back to the line for Jake. There's one. There's two. There's three. Back to Barter walking in. There's four. Oh, God. Five to nothing. Uh, but listen, this is Tampa Bay. Like, I think the, the last three games now that they've played, I think Leafs won 6 2. They lost 8 1, and then they just won 5 nothing. So, this is like just what these two teams do. Yo, and that brawl that broke out in the third? Bro, Corey Perry, man, that guy. I'm going to lick my fingers and just slap him. <laughs> <laughs> what a douche. Uh, Mitch Marner after the big win. Uh, that was great. I think uh, just in general, our whole four guys plus Soupy out there did a great job. Whoever was out on the ice, um, you know, we didn't fool around with the puck too much. If we had our opportunities, we took them. But other than that, I thought we did a great job coming back, um, being hard at our blue line, getting pucks that we needed to. You know, it's uh, it's, it's a good start for us, but obviously we know it's uh, it's going to be a bigger challenge next game. We've got to be ready for it. Uh, How come hockey players yeah. never sound happy? I know, I know. They well, do listen, at the end. Just, you just won a game. I know. I know, but still, they. you know how many minutes they played on that ice? Like yeah. at 100%? Yeah, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, but hockey is different. Like in baseball and NBA, like they celebrate everything, right? Yeah. Uh, hockey, they do not. Mm-mm. They celebrate if you win 16 games but in the playoffs. There must That's be hockey it. talking training because you can. they all sound the same. Yeah, because they all started doing this when they were eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> That's the only thing they know. Uh, here's Austin Matthews. No, I thought we just played fast, and um, you know, I thought it was a really good effort by us. Um, a lot of really good things that we did tonight, but um, it's a series. It's going to be a long series. It's a really good team on the other end, and um, you know they're going to be ready to go next game. So got to watch this one, learn from it. Obviously, a really great win, but uh, we're going to move on to the next one. They should oh. just switch it up and like do like how um, like wrestling promos. Yeah. I would love that. Right? Yeah, like Tampa Bay. <laughs> We're not done yet. We're coming. We're coming to game two even harder. You're right. It would be. But no, amazing. I don't think anybody's done that. I mean, you get guys that like chirp and stuff like that, oh, but then they sure. always apologize for it afterwards. Listen, man, I don't want to you know, say anything, but I'm sorry. But uh, and then they just say something. Because you never that know that. Was unfair. 
That person may be your teammate in the future. I know, right? I know. Well, that's the thing is that John Tavares and uh, Steve Stamkos are very good friends. Like, they uh-huh. grew up together and played on, like, junior hockey, like, when they were children together. Yeah, but now it's battle. I know. I think they said last night the team that they were on when they were little kids, I think that they said that the team went 47-0-1 that year. Oh, my or God. Something, or something like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, when they, were, when they were little kids. Peace mode. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Justin Lin quit the Fast and Furious movie. Justin Lin, the director? Director, yeah, yeah. And it's the new in, one? It, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because uh, he's staying on as a producer. We've seen stories over the last little while where directors have been fired. The guys who were directing um, the Star Wars solo movie got fired. Mm-hmm. A couple other directors got fired and replaced midway through. You don't often hear of directors quitting a production. And... It had everything to do with Vin Diesel. This, oh, accor- this according, no. yeah, this according to sources. So Lynn had a quote major disagreement with Vin Diesel. There was a four-person meeting that began with Diesel having new notes, and it ended with a slam door and Justin finally saying that he had enough, saying this movie was not worth my mental health. A uh, Universal spokesperson said any creative differences leading to Justin Lynn's exit were with the studio, not with fellow producers, cast, or crew. Because yes, Vin Diesel is the star, but he's also a producer on the movie. Justin Lin is going to stay on as a producer on the movie. Mm. Uh, One source claims that Vin Diesel shows up late for set, doesn't know his lines, and he shows up out of shape, but it's his script approval that was the breaking point where Vin Diesel, I guess, can say yes or no to certain scenes and certain stunts, forcing the director to adjust these massive shoots on the fly. So if they have something set up that they've been working on for weeks, Mm -hmm. apparently Vin Diesel can come in and say no or do it this way. And that's the sort of frustration of dealing with these massive movies that Vin Diesel has that kind of power. And Justin Lin literally just said, this ain't worth my mental health and walked away. But he doesn't have like complete ownership over the franchise, does he? Who? Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. No, 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 no. No, but he's the he's the big star, the and big whatever, star whatever's yeah. in his contract, whatever they whatever they gave him. Uh, the Fast franchise Man. for Universal, by the way, is their highest grossing franchise in history. It's, they've pulled in $6 billion with oh, those movies. Yeah, I believe And it. Justin Lin had directed five of them, I believe yeah. it was, and this was the breaking point, was, wow. a, was a meeting with Vin Diesel. after working with them for all those years. Yeah, right? Couldn't, just couldn't take it anymore. And now, you know, and then, you know, you listen to The Rock. The Rock quit the, the franchise too. Mm-hmm. You know, you got who's the problem here? Yeah. Well, and his, so very, what, you pub, gonna, his very public beef with Vin Diesel. You're going to lose the biggest star in the world and the director who can bring one of these movies to theaters on budget and on time. There's not a lot of directors that can do that. Out you don't the world. think that they'll, uh, they'll like talks behind doors and he'll come back? Because I feel no. like they need him for this franchise. No, for this last movie. no, no. I think there's already a list of people that uh, there was one story that said he'd already been replaced, and another one said that uh, oh. they hadn't replaced him yet. But no, they'll get somebody because as, as when this production shuts down, they're losing a million dollars a day. Yeah, without yeah. having a director, yeah, it's a million dollars a day that they're losing. So there's not a huge window to uh, to replace the guy. But uh, so yeah, so fast, uh, fast X, I guess is what it's called. Fast um, 10. Fast 10 may yeah. look a whole lot different. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, I have to start with Garth Brooks. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we like Garth Brooks concerts are sort of legendary, right? Just for being these massive spectacles. And when, and you always hear these, like the, the artists that made the most touring in a year, like Garth mm-hmm. Brooks is always at the top. Cause and, he's got like decades under bro, his belt, right? Thank you. And, and I sent, I sent you guys, a, it was like a, just a, a tweet 
of what the stadium looked like. So Garth Brooks um, did a show the other night in Baton Rouge, Louisiana at uh, LSU uh, campus, Tiger Stadium. Tiger Stadium holds normally 102,000 people. It's 127,000 people with floor seats. And Garth Brooks sold the place out. And he has a song. Yeah. And he has a song called Calling Baton Rouge. Oh, my God. I'm looking at this video. He has a song called Calling Baton Rouge. And during the show, somebody tweeted the the university and said that I hope you're jokingly said, I hope your seismologists have all their gear ready. And they wrote back and said, we actually do. 127,000 people at the Garth Brooks show. Mm. When he played that song, it was so loud, it registered as an earthquake. No. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yo, that's insane. Yeah. Crazy. A hundred. It was the second largest single artist concert in North American history. Garth freaking Brooks. Garth freaking Brooks. And his stage is tiny. If you look at that, it's like his stage is small. Yeah. And then it's literally just surrounded by 127,000 people. But it was an earthquake. I can't imagine the sound there is going to be any good. No. Right? I hear the fiddle. Yeah, you can't even understand what's going on. Now, do you even bother when you're at a Garth Brooks show, okay, and you're in a stadium of 127,000 people, do you even bother looking at your partner going, you want to get out of here a bit early and beat the traffic? No. No, right? No. You're there all night. Yes. Yeah. You're going to be in traffic for days. You may be late for work the next morning (laughs) being at that that show. That is a lot of people. But yeah, it was registered as an earthquake. There Damn. was, there was, it was so loud. Well, good uh, for you, Garth in, Brooks, in that stadium. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five, Kiss ninety two five or download the Kiss ninety two five app.